0: And welcome back to the film re-roll. I am Paulo Quiroz, your humble host and narrator. We are still doing Memento, quick refresher. We played these scenes in normal chronological order, but like the movie, this episode was edited to put all the scenes out in reverse order. So every time you hear me introduce a new player, we have jumped backwards in time. All clear? Great. Enjoy the episode. Jaws Vammer is the world's foremost expert on weevils. Yes. She holds the Guinness record for most tortillas eaten in 10 minutes. Yeah, that was... She was briefly... By accident, the vice president of Papua New Guinea. for them. All of this, of course, is a lie. Jaws is a brilliant and accomplished <laughs> actor, and she is a founding cast member of the film Reroll. Welcome, Jaws. How are you Thank doing? Thank you. Thank you. I'm well. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. I've been uh, stuck in a room doing this uh, episode for eight years, I'm pretty sure. Wow. I think it's been eight years.
1: So that how many yeah. parts do we think this will be?
0: Well, I've been aiming for four parts, but as always, aiming for how many episodes a thing is gonna be is just a completely futile exercise because it's really not up to me. It's up to you guys. And,
1: and you serve a you're a serf to a lord. <laughs>
0: yeah. I am serf to your whims, basically. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, when when we started Memento, I thought it was gonna be a one or two parter. Really? And yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what I thought. Wow. Cause you remember I'll reveal to the audience when we first started doing Memento, which was now what a month, uh,
1: month yeah. and a half
0: ago or something Rough, like that.
1: Roughly, I don't. What is time? <laughs> Who's
0: to say? <laughs> and for the for the audience, all of Memento has been recorded during quarantine. And when we started, we were going to do everyone in one day. I don't know why I thought to schedule everyone. Well, cause originally I thought people would just kind of stay on and pick up other characters. Right. And I quickly realized that that just no. didn't make any sense. Like it just didn't work. Yep. So once I realized that I was like, Oh, I'll just schedule everyone on different days and it'll be way easier to schedule that way. But so that first day I thought we were going to finish <laughs> memento that day. And
1: spoiler behind know. the scenes. I usually tend to run most of the, the nuts and bolts parts of film re-roll. So, so having to, keep updating people that was like, okay, 10 minutes later. Okay. 10 minutes later. Okay. Yeah. 10 more minutes. Okay. Actually, I don't think we're getting to you today.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jaws was k- kindly handling like 12 busy actors texting her like, when am I on for Memento today? Is it, is it coming up? Like,
1: uh, potentially next week. Is that okay? <laughs> so it's but become yeah. Quarento.
0: Qu- <laughs> Quarento. <laughs>
2: I like it.
1: Oh, my God, though. Did you see that uh, news piece where the the monkey stole, they, they got angry at the lab technicians and stole the samples for COVID? I saw the headline. I was like, and... we're in 28 Days Later. <laughs> it's
0: happening. But it's a, it's a much more impish version of 28 Days Later. It's not like a <laughs> wild monkey got out. It's like an annoyed monkey playing petty revenge. <laughs> I'm stealing their samples. Come get me now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh you're Leonard Shelby today. I'm
1: Leonard Shelby. Oh, how boy. How about that? Man, oh, man, I don't remember. I don't remember how to be Leonard Shelby. Okay. We, oui, oui, we,
0: uh, uh I'm looking at my notes as if I have anything useful here. I okay.
1: just love the fact that, like, in the TV version of our version of Memento version, there's like a he powers down continually and then just like wakes up with a completely different voice. Like, how, I don't know how you'd do that in the film version, but I think it'd be hilarious that. He wakes up and suddenly it's like Lisa Kapitsky's voice or, or Peter Strait's voice.
0: Yeah. If anyone wants to take on a like very challenging animation project. And completely that would pointless. would be hilarious. Also just very different priorities and approaches on life. Yes. It's, like not only is his memory wiped, but then he just suddenly becomes a way less empathetic person. And like suddenly. A,
1: completely like, altruistic. The next moment.
0: Yeah. Uh, but so Leonard.
1: So, okay. I'm Leonard.
0: come to, and you are sitting in the driver's seat of a car, which is running, and you look down, and you're dressed in black, and you feel pretty beat up. Your left hand is hurting it stings and your Ugh. right shoulder has oh, it's am, aching heavily am i bleeding you're wearing black so you can't okay. see if there's any blood but but you're in drive you're but you're just sitting in a parking lot next to you in the passenger seat there's a young woman in a yellow sundress and she's looking at you and she's saying well go go go
1: what the fuck i hate yellow okay all right fine fine and it's in drive yeah,
0: it's already in drive. You're sitting there, but you're just but stationary I've got my foot the on moment. the brake. You currently have your foot on the brake. Yes. Okay.
1: Okay. I would like to just real quick perception to see what's in front of me.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. And
1: behind me. So uh, wait. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna scan the front, and then I'm gonna check my rear view and my side views.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very, so we're gonna roll
1: perceptions. Feet don't fail me now. Oh Lord Almighty! Seven.
0: Seven. Good perception. You know. Good perception. Well done, you. Thanks. Well, also a very critical perception. I was curious to see if the go, go, go would cause you to just go, I I slam on the accelerator, (laughs) which would have been bad. Because as you now notice, one, you are in a parking lot and you need to back out before you can drive forward. Fair enough. And you appear to be in the parking lot of a strip mall. You are in front of a Chinese restaurant. And as you scan behind, you see that it's a long strip mall. I like that. Chinese food. It's also the the middle of the night, apparently. Everything looks very closed.
1: Is it dark? Is that my other clue? It's dark. Okay.
0: It's dark out. (laughs) In your rear view mirror, you see that down the way next to, like not directly on the road outside of this strip mall, but like in the next thing over, there's like a ton of police lights.
1: Oh, did I do that? Who's to say? I don't know. Okay. Uh, And the girl is still Um, yelling at you. What are you waiting for? Come on. We got to go. Yes. I I powered. I had to power back up again. One second. And I'm going to. Oh boy. Oh boy.
0: (laughs) I like the idea that every time. (laughs) Every time that Leonard forgets what he's doing. You hear the like power up. Like do 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 do. Like like the resetting noise.
1: (laughs) If I ever turn and look at you and my eyeballs are just the spinning beach balls of death. (laughs) You should probably make a choice for me. Um,
0: like have you, have you seen um, the movie version of Fantastic Mr. Fox? And there's the badger that always that like suddenly is just staring at you with the like spirally eyes. That's Leonard every time he reboots.
1: <laughs> Great, I rebooted. I rebooted. I'm with it. Uh, what I would like to do is pull a maneuver that I'm able to quickly back out. While swinging the front of the car around so that I don't have to do like a full three point turn, I can just kind of slide out of it and then throw it into drive and head the hell out of wherever I am.
0: Okay. Are are you trying to speed? Are you trying to like burn rubber? Oh, that's a good thought.
1: Have I been noticed clearly? Like, are they coming toward me, these many flashing lights of doom?
0: For your good perception, no. They appear to be surrounding something else.
1: Oh. Right. Okay. So then I would like to do this cautiously <laughs> potentially okay, surreptitiously <laughs> so that you don't notice what I'm doing sure 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 maybe dare I say normally
0: yeah okay cool 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 I mean I didn't want to dissuade you from <laughs> no, no. <laughs> from burning rubber but for your very strong perception I will say you do notice that they they aren't like actively chasing
1: you. okay great let's let's not cause them to actively chase me so okay
0: that's a shame I mean uh, this This police chase was going to be pretty awesome, but I accept your judgment. Sorry to to rob you of that. Screw over, (laughs) Leonard.
1: Um, As I'm backing out, I would like to somehow, if I do, I have the ability to like observationally focus in my rear view to see if I can pick up any more information on what they might be surrounding. Uh,
0: Well, I'll say for your. For your strong perception, you're pretty far away. You're at like a full block down, so you can't exactly make it out. But it looks like, based on just the architecture style, for your success by four perception, it looks like it's a bank.
1: Oh, shit. Okay. Am I significantly richer than I was? I'm wearing black. Oh, dear.
0: You are wearing all black, and there is a big-ass bag of loot in your lap.
1: Does the the bag say loot?
0: It does not say loot. It is a okay. black cloth bag, and you notice for your again success by Ford perception, there is no key in the ignition. This appears to be a either there's I've some kind of a remote wired key this. or this is a hot wired
1: car. Oh no, this just gets better and better. Okay, uh, just an average Saturday morning. It's fine. Uh, yes, let's let's slowly reverse out and casually drive away normally.
0: Okay. You drive very normally,
1: roll for normal.
0: The cops don't appear to immediately notice you, oh good. at least no one's coming this way. You still see that more cops are. So as you pull out of the parking lot, you see that more cops are coming this way. So they're still arriving on a scene. but they the cops that pass by as you, you know, clutch the wheel nervously, none of them, like, really take any notice of you, great. and you see, the girl next to you is kind of like gone on her knees in the passenger seat, facing backwards, just staring at the police in the distance.
1: Don't do that. Sit down. Oh, uh, sorry. Yes.
0: And she sits back down.
1: What? Why are you? Who are you? What are you doing here? Oh, did you just have a moment? Oh, shit. Uh, you know about this. Yes, I had a moment. Who are you?
0: I'm I'm Anne. I'm your girlfriend. There's. Anne. There's a note. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Leonard. There's a note in, in your pocket that explains that I'm your girlfriend, and you should trust me. You're driving right now, so you probably shouldn't look at it. But like, it's there. I'm just going to tell you that it's there.
1: Right. What does do I have a tattoo on my ass?
0: As you as you wake up, do I
1: remember that I have a tattoo on my ass?
0: Leonard does not know about his tattoos. Those are post.
1: Great. Damn it. Okay, so I don't have any way of testing her either.
0: You can ask her that question just to see how she reacts, but you don't actually know the answer. It would be right. a bluff from you.
1: Do I have them on my hands? Are there any visible ones on my hands right now? Oh uh, yeah,
0: you can look at your hands and you see that on your left hand, which you notice there's a big fucking bandage over one of the fingers on that hand. It oh. is it looks like something real bad happened to that hand. But there is a tattoo that says, uh, remember Sammy Jenkins.
1: Sammy Jenkins. Real quick, uh bodily triage needs to occur. I know I'm driving, but am I in a position where I won't be driving very soon because I'm losing a lot of bloods?
0: No. Whatever happened to your hand appears to be have properly been handled. Handled. <laughs> <laughs> handled would you say? Okay, great. You have injuries that you can kind of feel, like you feel fucked up, but all of them appear to have received first aid already.
1: Excellent. So it's just that like dull, I wish I hadn't done that kind of pain as opposed to I might pass out kind of pain. Yes, exactly. OK, great. Uh, yes. OK, cool. So hi, Anne. Just give me a real I need a real quick lowdown on on what just happened back there and where we are and what day it is. I
0: think it's Tuesday. Okay. It's Tuesday. I'm pretty sure it's Tuesday, but it might be past midnight. So I guess it's technically Wednesday. OK, it's Wednesday. great. Great. And as to what's happening, we're supposed to bring that. And she points to the bag in your lap to a, in my opinion, sketchy guy. Named Arthur Kane that you seem to trust at least a little what bit. What
1: exactly is sketchy about him to you?
0: I mean, he's obviously a criminal, and I just don't How do you know that? I'm scared of him.
1: How do you know he's a criminal?
0: When he was testing to see if you were for real, he like put a gun up to my head to like test you. And I didn't like that. It was Sorry scary. About that.
1: Yeah, understandable. Did he do this to my shoulder and my hand?
0: No. No, he didn't do that okay. too you. You lost the finger saving my life, she says with a smile.
1: I lost the fi- okay so there's no finger under that bandage uh
0: uh no okay no, okay wow i mean you didn't lose the whole finger just part of the finger
1: oh that's better okay great it's like a knuckle a knuckle yeah you know i've got 20 of those so actually 30 if you count all the different ones so okay i think we probably should drive for a little while and i i'd like to like uh, with one hand, like, pat myself down to see if I stashed any notes or anything anywhere.
0: You find a gun in your waistband.
1: Oh, that's helpful.
0: Yeah, if you, if you want to reach into your right pocket, there are some notes in there.
1: Okay, great. I would like to pull those notes out as best as I can, splitting focus between the road and, like, trying to... You know how you put them on your steering wheel and, like, try to read the notes as you're also kind of okay, driving? Okay, give me a driving plus oh, one to do that. Let's hope this goes without Incident. I just realized I don't have my stats sheet.
0: Yeah. Uh, do you want me to send it to you? Yes, please. Spoiler warning. That's a failure by one on your driving plus
1: Dag-gummit. one.
0: Uh Okay, but real quick, let me send you the character sheet. You
1: could tell me I have a driving of 32 and I would
0: believe yeah. you. Don't you remember that movie Memento about the race car driver <laughs> who can't remember anything?
1: Leonard actually pilots a spaceship.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be driving though. Different skill.
1: It's driving on the air. Yeah. Actually, no, there's no air either.
0: <laughs> there's no it's... air. There's no up air. <laughs> You're just walking on sunshine at that point. Basically, Uh, okay. You should have a character sheet. Excellent, excellent one. So for your,
1: I'm a human male.
0: Yep, there haven't been any twists regarding that (laughs) yet. Uh, so I'll, I'll say that just for your failure by one driving. Yeah, you're trying to read the notes. And it's dark out and you're in kind of a, a slightly scary area and you're disoriented and you like immediately veer right and start like plowing into the side of the road. Oh. into like cars on the side of the road. Oops. You don't cause a big accident. It's just like. Okay, you, great. It immediately returns your focus and you haven't gotten any information from the notes.
1: Got it. Okay. So I'm driving along a city street. Uh, give me a
0: focus check for that driving roll.
1: A focus check. Oh, disaster and a half. Come on, little. Oh, well. That thing. is a
0: failure. Dang it. So that is uh, your first focus, Chuck.
1: All right. Uh, Because I'm nudging cars as I lose my focus, I assume I'm on some sort of city street.
0: You are. This is uh, sort of that borderline urban-suburban where it's like suburban-ish, but it's clearly not like a nice suburb. Absurban? Absurban, yeah. Okay, great. There is the haze of distant light on the horizon.
1: Great. I want to head that direction.
0: Okay. You're heading towards like downtown.
1: Yes, but I would also like to ask Anne, um, Anne, will you open the glove compartment and see if there's a map in there?
0: Uh, She does. Uh, There is not.
1: Okay. Is there anything like a map in
0: there? Anything like a map? Yeah. I mean, I guess insurance papers are kind of like a map. They're flat. They have figures on them.
1: Great. Let's take those.
0: Sure. Let's steal this person's insurance registration.
1: Yeah. I'd like to steal their name, too. What is the name on it?
0: Okay. So the name on the registration is... Whitney Freemesser. So should I call you Whitney from now on? Should I, just, I gotta remember to call you Whitney? I got yeah, I gotta, that, call that you could Whitney.
1: be a name for for a person such as myself. So yeah, I'll call, call me Whitney. Um, is that all? There's nothing else in there?
0: There is some Tic Tacs. There's a there's a oh there's a can of mace. Great. take that. Kidoki. Uh sorry, actual Whitney.
1: I hope you don't get mugged. <laughs> is there anything in the back seat?
0: take a look at the back seat. There's like a child seat in the back seat.
1: Oh, shit. All right. Uh, If I look in the rear view and I don't see any cop lights following me, I would like to look for a place to turn off to be able to read some of my notes and just sort of collect my thoughts now that I've gotten out of...
0: Once you're outside of the direct vicinity of the place where you sideswiped a couple cars in like a, a neighborhood, you find a spot that you can kind of pull over. There's a little parking spot, and you you park for a second.
1: So I would like to read some of these notes I had in my pocket.
0: Sure. Now you can read the notes. And they say, Arthur Kane seems like a straight shooter. Jimmy Grants killed his brother and your wife. He will help you find Jimmy Grants. Ann Summer is your girlfriend. You can trust her. Be kind to her. And then you have another note that says... John Bestoso fears you. He will do what you say if you are tough. And then another note that says, check inside of gold ring on right hand.
3: Let's Question do that. Mark.
0: So you check inside the ring in on your right hand. It's kind of dark in here. You can turn on the the light above you in the what's that called the compartment light, the ca- yes, cabin
1: light. Yes. The cabin the
0: light. So there, it's a it's a plain gold ring that was sitting on your right hand, and you check the inside, and, and there's there's definitely lines there, but they don't appear to be language, at least no language that you can recognize. They're just kind of like straight lines in various different directions. It's hard to make it out in this light, but that is what is engraved on the inside of that ring.
1: Do I have... Any childhood memories retained? Like, is this an amnesia that is only from a certain period of time? You
0: remember everything before the accident that killed your wife. Right. But this ring is not from that time.
1: You've never seen this ring before. Okay.
0: On your other hand, you have a somewhat similar plain gold wedding band that you've always worn.
1: Does the inside of that one have an inscription? No. Right. Um, okay. Let's not mess with that right now. I have. I seen the tattoos on myself. You. You have
0: not. You've seen. You noticed that you have a tattoo on your left hand. You said you checked for that. Yes. But you have not taken off your clothes to check for t- tattoos all over. Well,
1: yourself. anyway, this. I don't want to get undressed because I don't want to have to to
0: pull them. Oh, and you also off. have. Sorry, you also have a uh, in that pocket a wallet and a business card of a doctor. You've written on the doctor's business card. This is for after you find the guy who killed your wife.
1: Okay, and I have a gun, and I. Uh, film. Do I have a camera somewhere with me?
0: You do not appear to, but you haven't looked inside the big bag in your lap yet.
1: Yeah, let's look inside that.
0: Okay, inside the big bag in your lap, a big black bag, the big black burlap bag, <laughs> you see several gold bricks, like the big like Fort Knox gold bricks. Wow. You see various pieces of loose jewelry. Okay. And coin. <laughs> and then... A a little red box.
1: Oh, let's open that.
0: There's a gun inside.
1: Wait, how? how the gun has is... an
0: inscription in Russian. Oh shit! It's Can a I... sm- yeah, it's a small pistol. Can I read it? You don't speak Russian. Damn it!
1: Or at least I didn't before this happened. Wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> if, if I, if Leonard, before all the accident happened, had known Russian, I would have been able to read it technically. So yes, I might have learned but... in the interim, but I've forgotten everything. <laughs> I mean, how much Russian can you learn in a day?
0: <laughs> I guess if you want to call that learning Russian, sure. <laughs> uh,
1: let's let's. Um, oh, let me see if it matches the the lines on my ring.
0: You don't see any obvious relation. Okay. They're All both right. engraving, but the engraving on your ring is it does not appear to be language, whereas the engraving on the gun is clearly Russian. It's Cyrillic text. You don't know if it's yeah. Russian. Sorry. All right. It's uh, just it's Cyrillic text.
1: I would like to do a rubbing of this. Uh, gun. I would like to put one of my pieces of paper, like a small bit of the piece of paper over it and like rub a pencil across it so that I have the image of it on a piece of paper.
0: Sure. Uh, Anne, who is anxious to be helpful, scrounges for a pencil and she finds a couple pencils in the glove compartment. Amazing. And she's trying to help out. She adds some detail to your rubbing and she... She transcribes the symbol engraved in your ring and adds right. an inventory of all the stuff in the bag to your notes. Okay.
1: All right. Does that gun, Did that? does the gun fire?
0: Do you want to try and fire it?
1: N- no, I'm just, is it, it's not like a replica, of like a, oh, it's the a gun. parts are not fixed. It's a gun. Okay. Um, what do the bars say on them? The gold bars?
0: They just have like little engravings of like weight measurements. That's okay. it.
1: Okay. It's
0: serial um, numbers.
1: Serial numbers for the gold bars?
0: Yeah, there's serial numbers on the gold bars.
1: Okay, I want to write down those serial numbers. Uh, I want to put gold bar serial numbers. Okie dokie. And notate, uh, look up later to see if I can track where they go. Okay. Oh, the coins. Are the coins also American?
0: Some of them are American. Some of them are foreign. They don't... Give me an IQ roll if you want to know more about the coins. Yeah, I do
1: kind of want to... Okay. Five.
0: Oh, shit. The almost a crit success. Okay. So that's a success by six Sixth. on the coins. Yes. Yes, it happens. You, you had a bit of a hobby as a numismatist back in the day. So <laughs> you're, you know about these
1: coins. Oh, uh, boy, let me why tell do you, I know. Your,
0: your, your, wife, your wife, Catherine, would come into the study, and there you'd be with your little tiny magnifying lens, like the one-eye magnifying lens, just like staring at coins intently. Like, <laughs> Catherine, Catherine, look, it's a reverse printed penny from the 80s. There's only like 200 of these in (laughs) circulation. Let me tell you, you push up your glasses. So that all starts coming, rushing back to you. Oh, hell boy. And you look through these coins. Uh, One of them is a Civil War quarter. Okay. One of them is an Ottoman era Turkish seal. Wow. One of them is a Roman Republic coin. Oh, shit. And one of them is, uh, this one is probably the most valuable. It's somewhat obscure, but it's a coin with Queen Jane on it, it's the late 16th century, who uh, was only queen for about a week and a half. So, yeah, these are definitely various levels of collector's items.
1: Gotcha. I would like to, uh, on one of the sheets, make a small notation of each of these coins.
0: Sure. You, you, you give yourself a shorthand. You write out what each coin is in a way yeah. that you'd understand it.
1: Great. Uh, and that was everything that was in that bag.
0: It's everything that was in that bag. Oh, the, and then there's, there's various loose jewelry as you're pick, picking it out and looking at it and kind of like squeeze about it. And she starts looking around and, and picking out and she finds a a ring she likes that fits her and she puts it on. Okay. She finds a, a cool ring with like two interlaced dragons well, this would look great on you. And she starts putting it on your hand.
1: I mean, I, I, I'm obviously allowing this to happen because I'm having so many other thoughts at the moment. So so um, I want to look at the jewelry to see if I recognize any designs or if there's any markers for where it might have come from.
0: So first of all, give me a focus check on your previous numismatism role. Okay. And I'm also going to look up and make sure that the word numismatism <laughs> means what I think it does. Six. Yes, numismatist indeed is the study of coins. I know yes. some words.
1: Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, okay,
0: so that's a that's a success on your focus check. You still have two focus checks left. Awesome. Now give me the uh, IQ roll on the jewelry.
1: Great. Twelve.
0: That's a failure.
1: That's a failure. You do not
0: recognize anything particular about this jewelry. It's okay. jewelry. It's jewelry. It's mostly women's jewelry, but there are occasional random pieces that look like they might be men's items. Okay. It's all fairly nice jewelry. Sure. None of it looks cheap.
1: It's not costume. Okay okay great uh, and
0: uh, give me a focus check for that IQ right roll.
1: oh well that's not quite as good oh no
0: that's your second uh focus check failure yes. so you're already you got a little unlucky you're already on on the out so just right. be aware
1: well let's let's keep driving toward the city okay toward like downtown ish cool uh yeah Anne, did you happen to remember where I said I would meet? Mm, let me see if he's still
0: in range. And she clicks something in her ear, and she says, uh, Mr. Mord? Mr. Mord, are you there? And you hear it in your ear, and now you become aware that there's a little earpiece in your ear that has a communicator there. Gosh. Okay. You guys wait for a minute, but no response. Yeah, we were supposed to meet at, uh, you know the, the pilgrim guy, pilgrim? Uh, so... And just crit succeeded her IQ role, so she's going to go ahead and just solve this little puzzle for you. Yeah, yeah cool. I know exactly where we're going. Let's see, where are we? Okay, so take this way, and she points out a way, which is roughly in the direction that you were heading towards okay. the light. After a little bit, she, you know, corrects you slightly to the right, but you guys are going roughly okay, the great. same yep.
1: way. Okay, great. Yep, I'm fine with that slight directional change, so I'll, I'll go this way i would also like to once i've realized that she has this thing in her ear and i have it in my ear i would like to to um take a closer look at Anne to see to see other than just yellow dress what this person next to me yeah she she looks like she's
0: about early 20s brown hair she's pretty there's there's a timidity in her eyes but other than that she's she's you know just a a, a very normal lady. The the earpiece, which was in her right ear, hence you couldn't see it before because you know, she's in the passenger seat, mm-hmm. is very incongruous with the rest of her in terms of how secret op she looks. You, on the other hand, in your black outfit look right. pretty secret op.
1: Okay. I want to just look at her and smile as, as ingratiatingly as possible and just ask her, Anne, why... Why are you still with me?
0: I I love you. And you told me you love me. You did, you said it.
1: I, I I I believe you. I just why leave everything you had to be with me?
0: Well I didn't I didn't have everything. I didn't have anything, at least I haven't had anything in a while. You saved my life, and I swore that I would be your memory and help you find the man who killed your wife, and you told me that after that you'd help me save my sister.
1: Yeah, your sister. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I think I think I want to drive in the general location area that she said we should be heading towards, and see if my earpiece starts to yeah. pick anything. So up.
0: you follow her pointing, and she rolled well on her navigation roll. She's periodically checking. She just spends the whole time checking. Uh, Mr. Mord, uh, Mr. Mord, come in, Mr. Mord, and to Mr. Mord, and to, to Mr. Mord, Mr. Mord, Anne. Anne and Leonard to Mister Mord. Leonard and Anne to Mister Mord. Leonard and Anne Shelby to Mister Mord. Leonard Summer and
1: Anne Shelby to Mister Mord. I'm not sure what I think of this, but it's it's oddly. <laughs>
0: and eventually, eventually, <laughs> um, eventually something comes in on the radio, and it's a, it's just Anne. Anne, stop! That's 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 super annoying. Anne, shut up, Anne. <laughs>
1: I think I laugh at that. I find that I find that whole exchange kind of funny.
0: <laughs> Leonard, you're late. Do you have the payload? Yes, I do. Come meet us at the airport. Arthur Kane is waiting.
1: Okay, great. Uh, where should I go once I get to the airport? It's huge. He gives you instructions
0: that are basically to come kind of around the side of the airport. There's a fence in a certain place that they will open and you will drive okay. directly back onto the back onto the tarmac.
1: Um, I, I say thank you. I will meet you there shortly and continue driving in that that correct direction.
0: Okay. So you drive up to the back gate and you see a couple of guys and they touch their earpieces and then they let you in. And as you're driving by, the guy taps on your window and points to an open plane hanger that has some light shining out of it. It's a big, one of those big, tall plane hangers.
1: Yeah, I go that, that direction.
0: You You go in and once you get to the edge of it, a tall man with a kind of, there's something slippery and... T- sleazy about him he's got short crop mod blonde hair he knocks on your window Uh
1: uh-huh are they do is it a hand crank or is it an automated window
0: (laughs) so it's a a hand crank
1: yeah okay i want to hand crank it down just a little ways and he says just wait for him to talk
0: well done leonard gonna need you to get out of the car
1: how about i just pass this to you
0: i need you to come in
1: Right, but moving is, as you can see my shoulder and finger, moving is a bit painful at the moment.
0: You did it just fine when you were uh, taking that bank.
1: Well, that's how adrenaline works.
0: You're the one who wants to find the guy who killed his wife.
1: Of course I do, but I just I just want to chat out here if that's possible. Okay, we can chat. And I want to look to see if, if Anne is agitated at all.
0: Anne is not agitated. She's not relaxed, but she doesn't seem like she's panicking.
1: Right, okay, okay. So things probably haven't gone badly with this guy before. I would like to look at him to see if he's obviously wearing any shows of force, like any weaponry.
0: He's got a holster.
1: Um, He does have a holster and there's a gun yeah, in it.
0: You've also got a gun and you're still got that gun in your belt loop. Plus you have the gun in the bag, in the box, in your lap.
1: Right. Um... Yeah, I just—I I think I'm just going to sit here and see if he says anything more.
0: He—he uh, he does not. He has—he has made the request that you step out of the car, and he seems to be getting impatient as you sit there, okay, waiting for him to do then, anything.
1: Sure, I will open the door and slowly start to get out.
0: Okay, you start to get out, and starts to get out as well. And the guy says, "Anne, you're going to wait here, okay?" And Anne looks to you,
1: uh, and I—I say. Sure.
0: Okay. She looks kind of chastised and nervous, but she sits back in the car. You you guys are parked just in front of the entrance to the big hangar where the where uh, he walked out of.
1: Got it. I just want to say too, though, that like as we're going and or as I'm looking at him saying this to her, I I say I don't want her out here by herself.
0: And he he points to the two guys that were that were watching the fence, and he and he speaks into his earpiece. Okay. David's, come watch the car. You happy? Yeah. Come on.
1: And then. As I walk away, I don't want to do it while he's looking, but I want to point to her with a slight, like, gesture towards the earpiece, like, keep listening. She
0: nods. Okay. And she says, good luck, uh, Whitney.
1: (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, great.
0: The guy next to you is like, what
1: did she call you? It's a a pet name.
0: (laughs) You guys are weird.
1: One right, too much tequila, just, you know.
0: No, I get it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and you guys walk in the hangar. Inside the hangar, there is an old DC-10. Okay. And uh, the DC-10 is just like, it looks like a museum piece. It's just like sitting there. It's
1: like clearly decommissioned. You're not an expert
0: on planes. I mean, if you want to spend a uh, uh, perception roll nope. investigating the nope. DC-10, I'll let you. But Sure
1: don't care that much. No. It's
0: just an old plane that's sitting there. Cool. And uh, there is, however, a Cessna that is actually uh, idling. Its engine is on. Okay. Oh by the way did you bring the bag that was in your lap? I thought I did. Okay. Uh, no, I was just checking that you didn't oh, okay, intentionally yeah. leave it. Okay. Yeah it yeah yeah.
1: No no no. I I brought it.
0: As you walk in, you see several armed guards surrounding a man in a tuxedo with jet black hair. In front of them is a large, muscular man tied to a chair and gagged, shaking with fear. You can also dimly see that there's a pilot sitting in the Cessna. He seems to be going through the startup sequence.
1: Um, I would like to turn to the guy next to me that brought me in and just say, Mord, what year is this this DC-10 from?
0: See if Mord happens to randomly be an expert on airplanes. He is not, so
1: it is Mord. It is Mord. Okay. Oh
0: wow, cheating!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Getting meta knowledge from the from
1: the GM. Well, I didn't have meta knowledge.
0: I'll say that that wasn't meta knowledge from the GM because he he answers it. He's right. looks at the DC ten, so you can tell by his reaction. It is Mord. That that is, uh, is Mord. Okay, good. And he um, he looks at the DC ten and he says. Hell if I know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fifties?
1: Right, so probably not operational.
0: And uh, you walk forward and he um, he he sticks out a hand asking for the bag.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, yes, I'm going to give him the bag.
0: He takes it and rifles through it and pulls out the red box. And he opens it and he shows it to the man in the tuxedo. The man in the tuxedo says to you, Excellent. Good to see you again, Leonard.
1: I think... I just want to nod respectfully, and I want to say, uh, nice box. I like red. It's a good strong color. The man
0: laughs and smiles. He says, okay, great. (laughs) Sure. I didn't make the box, but hey, I'll take the compliment. Who am I to turn down a nice compliment? (laughs) But seriously, folks. But but, uh, then he gets serious, and he says to you... Leonard, do you know who I am?
1: What is the the name of the guy that that I wrote down that I was going to? Alfred, Arthur, um, Arthur Kane. Arthur Kane. Yeah, I'm gonna look at him and just say, Mister Kane, I believe.
0: Good. He stares you down and he tousles the hair of the man in the chair and he says, "Do you know who this is?"
1: Mm. I think I want to look at him and just say, Jimmy.
0: You wish. No, this is the price for Jimmy. And at that, Mord opens the box. Okay. And he brings it to you, the gun in front of you. Right. The man tied to the chair kind of whimpers and shakes. Uh, Arthur Kane says, "When you do this, Mr. Mord will take you to see the man who killed your wife. This is the last step, Leonard, before we get our revenge." I promise you on my good name.
1: Okay, and he hands me the gun.
0: He holds the box open for you to grab it.
1: Okay, I'm gonna take the gun. Okay. Uh, Arthur, I'm, I'm I'm a man who has learned the value of principles. When you can't always remember who you are, you can at least remember what you stand for. And I can't abide taking a man's life without speaking to him face to face. I respectfully ask that you take his gag down so I can at least ask the man his name.
0: Kane, um shrugs and he does so. He unties the gag and uh, the big man in the chair sputters and I'm sorry, I'm sorry. God damn it. Leonard, please, Leonard.
1: I want you to know what it is to wake up every morning and remember that there's a loss. That there should be someone next to you. And sometimes there is. And you don't know them. You don't know their face. You just wish it was the one face you could remember. And to spend a life tracking them down, the ones that took that face from you. I want you to know what lengths someone will go to. To end that kind of pain. And, unfortunately, you are one of those lengths. And before I do this, I need to know your name. It's it's me. It's... It's john
0: john bastoso bastoso you'd call me bastoso
1: what was the name the the note that had bastoso again
0: yeah you remember that you had a note that said bastoso and it said uh john bastoso fears you he will do what you say if you are tough
1: Huh. okay i would like to open the gun to see how many bullets are in it there's one just one
0: yeah now they haven't actually uh they haven't actually padded you down. You still have a gun in your waistband as well. I
1: sure do. I sure do. I would like to aim a little bit outside of the region of his heart. Okay. So more towards his sh- Is he laying on his left side?
0: He is in a chair. He's tied up in a chair. Oh, he's sitting. Yeah, he's sitting.
1: Okay. I would like to aim to shoot into the right lung.
0: Okay. So you're, you're putting it right up to, you're going right up there. Are you going right up there? I'm asking you, like, I'm not, I don't want to tell you where, where to stand, but if you get right up to him, it'll make the shot easier.
1: Yeah. I think I want to move close enough so that I'm aiming at his torso, but you cannot tell that I'm trying to not shoot him in the head.
0: So you're trying to get into his torso through the, through, through not the heart, through his lungs.
1: Right, I'm trying to avoid, because the lung, heart's in our center slightly yeah. to the left, so I'm trying to aim more at the right lung than the left. Cool.
0: Uh, so I'm just trying to think of how to, how to roll this out. I will give you an acting plus two Okay. To, to not make them realize that you were purposefully aiming for a non-lethal area. Right. And then a guns minus five okay. to accurately hit a non-lethal part of his torso. Can
1: I take a moment to aim to make my gun score better? Yes. Okay, great. So the one I really need to succeed first is acting. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Did not succeed that.
0: So, no, you did. acting. I said acting plus two.
1: Oh, but acting plus two. I did succeed that.
0: Great. You do not give away the fact that you are specifically aiming for a non-lethal right. area. To them, it just looks like you're shooting them in the chest, which is a pretty lethal thing to do.
1: Right. So then I take a, a breath and aim. And
0: you're taking, yeah, you're taking your three, full three seconds to aim. You get the full accuracy bonus of the gun. And
1: as, like, right before I fire, I want to say, my, my wife's name is Kathleen, right? Catherine. Catherine. I want to say, this is for you, Catherine.
0: Okay. And you fire. And then I fire. That's a big success. Oh my god. Yeah, you hold it, and and the gun is just like two feet from his torso. So you weren't going to miss him, no matter what you were going to hit him, but to accurately target. Now, I will say you're not an expert on anatomy. anatomy, So you're just using (laughs) kind of common sense human knowledge to figure, to try and shoot a non-lethal area. But you are certainly not sure that you succeeded. You know that you hit exactly where you were aiming for. Like you nailed the the gun's roll, but you're not sure if your knowledge of anatomy was correct enough to know that th- that the overall effect succeeded. Right. So um, I am going to roll privately for that and not tell you the result.
1: Okay. And, Is it uh, possible okay. to immediately roll acting to begin to cry? First, give me a focus check. Oh, focus check. Oh, no.
3: Oh, no.
0: You're good.
1: Whoa. You're still in okay, it. Okay, great.
0: And I will say, yeah, give me an acting minus... to immediately start frying, frying, (laughs) start frying Frying. just sizzle up some tears for him
1: saute myself right here for you
0: that is a big failure so you 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 start doing the like
1: hmm
0: hmm,"
1: okay, okay, but I want to turn that into like maniacal laughter
0: (laughs) (laughs) give me another acting role and pull this one off this one's flat though. Maniacal after comes easier. Okay. <laughs> that one's just a failure by one, but uh or no, that's a failure by two.
1: Can I extra effort?
0: <laughs> Not after the fact. <laughs> So what you okay, do okay what you do is you start. Wait, okay, no, no, I'm not do it, done. I'm, it, not done. I'm not done. I'm
1: not done. I want to immediately oh, wait, I want g- to give me a, give a focus this.
0: check on this first before oh, you get oh, to keep shit, going. Oh shit,
1: come on, I want to finish this complete. <laughs> I want to finish this sideshow. <laughs> Did I get You're it? You're
0: still in. You're still good. <laughs>
1: Okay, I would like to so, roll again. Okay, you're
0: rolling another action. So so far you immediately have
1: immediately you have failed to fake to cry. cry
0: and then started laughing insanely, but not in a fully convincing way. <laughs> and and where do we go from here? Please,
1: I would like to attempt to <laughs> on a dime, and I'm going to extra effort this. <laughs> on a dime. I,
0: I, we're going to decide in a quick, once I hear it, if you're going to get to use extra effort on an acting role. I
1: want to drop everything and just go like stone cold faced. <laughs> With a little head tilt, like a little crazy head tilt. <laughs> okay.
0: Give me, give me another roll
1: One second. Uh, can I extra effort of that?
0: <laughs> no, you can't extra effort going silent. <laughs>
1: But it's a very specific type of
0: silence. Oh
1: my God, I got it.
0: I would have let you extra effort the insane laughter, but... And that would be pushing it.
1: Okay. Yep, got it by two.
0: Okay. Uh, And give me... (laughs) Now you've gone uh, to silent, insane... (laughs) You succeeded by two? Yes. So I'll say success by two is like... I'm not sure that it's enough to undo the damage of the previous two failed acting roles. <laughs> the whole effect is certainly something, but at least you ended with a success to make it seem like something was happening. Uh, give me a uh, give me a focus check on that last acting role.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry if I wind up leaving this to somebody. You're no, still in I'm it. In. You're still in it. Oh. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs>
0: can you just just I mean I, I'm sorry audience because you're not going to be able to to really see it but you'll be able to hear it can you just for me in camera please perform all three of those acting roles in sequence the way they play out
1: right with their respective successes or yeah fate. yeah yeah okay <clears throat> so I shoot him yeah And I go <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh incredible. Okay. Okay, beautiful.
1: I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just making choices. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. If my acting coaches could see me now which you actually had one of them on here, I guess.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, no spoilers.
1: No spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so what what does everyone think of me now? <laughs> Mama, have I made it?
0: So next to you, Moore just goes, What the fuck? (laughs) And Arthur Kane. Arthur Kane says, Uh, okay. Wow. Well, that. That was interesting.
1: Ugh, I've been called worse.
0: That that was really fucked up. That was that was disturbing. I, I'm not a squeamish man. I've been around the block and I've seen some shit, but but your reaction to killing a man was blood curdling. <laughs> but you know, I I guess you did it.
1: Did it? Yep. That and was...
0: indeed, Bestoso, you'd notice, does look unconscious. Cain kind of signals to one of his lieutenants, and two of them pick up uh, Bestoso, untie him, and they start pulling him bodily into the the plane, the Cessna that is sitting idle. And you see the motor start and the propeller starts to turn. And Kane says, uh, Now go toss that gun into the plane. D- my gun? The one you're holding.
1: Okay, great. Uh, sure. So I'm just gonna... Uh, was I wearing gloves when I did this? You were not. Um, I want to just kind of... <sighs> mord is next to me right yep i i want to hand it to mord and say can you please throw it i my shoulders out and i can't and my hand doesn't work
0: give me a fast talk roll to convince more <laughs> oh, to that
1: Shit! You just so you don't to just laugh maniacally again
0: <laughs> oh i want you to but i don't think it, i don't think you should
1: <laughs> uh okay yeah wait
0: yeah mm, i don't think that's good enough
1: wait i have diplomacy i don't have fast talk What is uh, default
0: fast talk again? Default fast talk is you're going to fail by one on that roll, even though that was a good roll. Okay. Give me a focus check on that. Oh, shit. Ten. Uh, You're still in it. Still in it. He says, um, I just saw you shoot a guy. Throw the goddamn gun in there yourself. Well, but
1: lifting it is different than throwing it.
0: You just need to drop it in there.
1: Wait, how close is the fucking plane?
0: It's it's here. It's in the hangar with you guys.
1: Right, but I assume that we weren't next to it if the propeller blades are going. Yeah,
0: you're not right next to it. You need to walk over and toss it in. He doesn't need you to peg it from here.
1: Oh, okay. He just needs you to walk <laughs> over like, and
0: toss the gun inside sure, of it. Sure,
1: okay. I would like to toss it, but have it land short so I have to pick it up off the ground again.
0: Okay. Give me an acting role.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs>
0: To convince them you did it by accident. Yep.
1: Okay. Okay, here we go. I want to extra effort this, though. Can I do that?
0: I'm not going to let you extra effort Damn
1: it. All right, here we go. Oh, I got it anyway. By two.
0: That's a success. Okay, give me a focus check. Oh, shit. That's it. That's it. That's the name of the game.
1: (laughs) Drop the gun on the ground. (laughs) Beautiful. How's that for you?
0: Oh. Your three sequential acting roles might be my favorite <laughs> moment we've ever had on the show. That was that was just dynamite content right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> just, just silence. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And you realizing, oh as it's happening that no one's buying it and shifting no strategies <laughs> multiple times?
1: This is what we call diverse tactics.
0: Uh, I, we need to get Guy Pierce in here to perform that moment for to us. just oh, I,
1: Guy Pierce, I, I want to see it. please. Oh, please. You don't Guy. even have to be on the podcast. Just do that one moment. Yeah, for just us, please just
0: contact me. send send us that moment, please. <laughs> Please. you know you, you know you or maybe
1: we to. can cut it together with something from the the time traveler or, um
0: oh yeah the ta- he was in that oh my god he was in that terrible version of the time machine yeah, <laughs> yeah it was really oh my bad. god that i i saw that movie <laughs> in the theaters
1: did you really i
0: did i don't remember why i mean I, cuz what i was a i was a kid when that came out we were it was
1: like, it was a while ago yeah, yeah we were, it was it was far enough ago that the cgi is is frustrating
0: i mean there's still frustrating cgi today but
1: it, well that's that's true we went yeah. to
0: see that movie and similar to this his wife keeps dying yeah right <laughs> and there's this wonderful moment where he's gone back in time to save his wife and he's like in the flower shop buying her flowers and she's in the background and you can see her through the window and she just gets plowed by this car <laughs> by driving by. Yeah. and it's meant to be like a really sad moment but it is right. just the most perfect comedic timing ever oh, delivered yes and the entire theater simultaneously like bursts into laughter and you're like how director did you not realize <laughs> that what you just did was one of the like funniest images that you've ever put on screen but like combined with this like swelling romantic sad mu- music it's just like
1: well that's the thing is like watching it because part of me wonders if he was attempting to go for the macabre humor in the fact that like death is funny when it hits a certain point of happening to us you know when Titus for, to go back to Titus Andronicus bursts out laughing when he finds out, there's been another death in his life. To
0: go back to Titus, I'm pretty sure that was before we were we were recording. <laughs> what
1: was it? Oops. Well, <clears throat> yeah. uh, to reference the thing that none of you ever heard, but I it, I wondered if it was a commentary on that and then I heard the musical score and I went, nope, I don't think it knew what it was doing at all.
0: Boy, it doesn't hold together into anything cohesive that way.
1: Well, and you have to set it up specifically because truly death is not funny, but tragedy is. Tragedy is funny. Well,
0: tra- tragedy plus comedy Equals time. Wait, no, that's not right.
1: Minus Basil equals tragedy.
0: Tragedy plus time equals comedy, which implies if we do arithmetic substitution, it means that comedy minus time equals tragedy, which also implies that comedy minus tragedy equals time. Right. When you think about it.
1: Minus Basil.
0: Minus Basil. And on that note. And there you have it. (laughs) Thank you for jumping in as Leonard.
1: Yeah, thanks again. That was wonderful. it's great. I
0: can't wait for y'all to hear the final result.
1: <laughs> yeah, neither can I. <laughs> I feel real bad for who's coming after me. Yeah,
0: you, you put them in an okay place.
1: Yeah, I, everyone,
0: I, everyone in that hangar thinks that Leonard is just straight up insane. Like insane. <laughs> like it's you, you've given him a real whirlwind war- ride there.
1: <laughs> Which you know, I'm sure that it probably looks like insanity when you wake up and can't remember anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, probably. righty.
1: I have to head back to Papua New Guinea now. Okay.
0: Yeah, good luck uh good luck running the good country of Papua. Yeah,
1: I'll do my best. Bye. Bye.
0: Luisa Menzen is an actress and model known primarily for her theater work in Italy and Germany. Now she is a regular leading lady for the Russian Arts Theater in New York. We've worked together so much. Uh, I was Kostya to her, her Nina in The Seagull and she was Rebecca to my Jose Arcadio in Macondo, <laughs> but this is her first time on the Reroll. Welcome, Luisa.
2: Yay, I'm How really are you doing? excited. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Of
0: course, of course. We've been working together, well, before coronavirus hit, we were working together pretty much nonstop for like 18 months, like literally like six days a week I on multiple know. shows. Yeah, but, so we
2: we went in from like rehearsing every night of the week um, into like yeah. performing. We would be and-
0: performing one play and rehearsing another play at the same time.
2: Exactly. Uh, do you have any
0: fun stories about our, our time
3: doing... <laughs> wait,
2: um, Getting... Maybe the one where you like basically threw me off a chair. I still have this scar on my knee. Oh, my God, my, <laughs> oh my God my yes. <laughs> I looked at my knee the other day. I was like, wait, that spot? Um, <laughs> yes, yes. That so was to, definitely a fun one.
3: <laughs> to explain this You're story. sitting
2: on the chair and I'm sitting on the- um, On the back of the chair. On the back of the chair, but I'm just supported by your weight, basically.
0: <laughs> you're, you're in a bikini and I am in like swim yes, trunks.
2: Yes, yes, absolutely.
0: I like get up to talk and I didn't realize that I was the only like, thing holding your weight up and you just topple backwards. I
2: did. And I made this cat sound for some reason <laughs> and like just flew to the floor. I was like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then my knees started swelling. I'm like, no, I'm okay. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I felt so
0: bad. Oh, I felt so bad. It's
2: totally fine, but yeah, there's a lot of crazy stories. Oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> we're technically in a play together right now. We were about six performances into what was supposed to be a long run of uh, Lambs for Slaughter before it got shuttered. It
2: was crazy. Yes, the virus hit the yeah. whole world hard. <laughs>
0: yeah, all theater is down pretty much everywhere. So, but I, 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 believe the set is like still standing there. This massive, beautiful, gaudy, like '60s golden <laughs> That's what abomination. I've heard.
2: Exactly. Like it's all still our there. Props set like to go into (laughs) the next they're like ready
0: for the next evening
2: exactly and we're like yeah we're just wait no I don't know what's gonna happen and the
0: theater's been closed just like straight up closed for like several months closed yes the funny thing for for like behind the scenes they got that set from the real housewives of New Jersey. Of New so the Jersey. back <laughs> of all the sets just says property of the real housewives of New Jersey. I know
2: whenever I was backstage and I was reading that, I'm like, wow, I'm on a different set than Housewives of New Jersey.
0: <laughs> Do you remember my favorite line from that play? Will you deliver the fate or both of our, I think, favorite lines from the play, which is your line?
2: Oh, um, don't get horny with me, my boy. <laughs> that is definitely one of the favorite ones. <laughs> I was saying that yes to my our, our best friend. We were um husband yeah. and wife, right? And then Jerry was uh, yes. was hitting on you a little bit
0: too hard. <laughs> the horny boy. Yeah. The- <laughs> In the last like act of the mo- of that play we were married and we had the most ridiculous terrible marriage of all time. It, it was, was it was crazy. Insane. Yes. We
2: definitely hated each other until like the ne- last scene which was a fun revelation. <laughs>
0: Man. All righty. Well, uh, you are now going to be Leonard for the next thirty-five minutes or so. I don't yes. know how long.
2: Very excited about that. Are
0: you? Are you ready? Shall we? Shall we begin?
2: I am ready. Yes. Let's do it.
0: Okay, Leonard, you come to, and you're pulling a heavy, heavy door, and it's swinging open. And you you look, and it's a big circular metal door. It's 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 a bank vault. You're in a bank, and you're pulling the vault door open, and you look down, and you're your clothes are all black, and it's the middle of the night. the The lights are off. The place is shuttered. You're you seem to be robbing this bank.
2: Oh my god! Yes, I'm. I'm. What am I doing in a bank? I um. My clothes are black.
0: You're in black clothes. In your right hand, you have a gun, and you feel that you've been beaten up pretty bad. Your left hand stings like crazy. You've your shoulder hurts. Feels like you were in a fight or two. Is too there many. any
2: people around me?
0: Uh, you you look around and you don't. You're down a hallway and you see you're in the the like the bowels of the bank. You're in the okay, back. S-
2: s- yes. And
0: And so, yeah, the the hallway that you are coming from seems to have, like, there's cameras, but none of them are facing the right place right now, so it's not looking down at you. Okay, that's great. And there's a gun in your hand, and you were in the middle of pulling the big, heavy vault door open, and it's now, it's swung open, and beyond you there is the inside, the inner vault, which the light flickers on. And you can see inside, and it, it looks like a normal, what you expect a bank Vault to look like there's a table like with the a lot safe. Of, yeah, you're in the you're inside the like safe.
2: Okay, so since I'm already in here, can I do? Is there money? Is there is there like gold? <laughs> can I take the money with me since I went through all this trouble?
0: So yeah, you see a moderately sized bank vault. It's sort of shaped long in front of you with three areas that jut off to the side to the to the right. Along the long side of it, there is a big long table with flat gold bullion stacked on it and then the walls are all lined with those like little the, the little individual lockers and the far wall has the bigger individual lockers And at this point you hear someone in your ear a voice suddenly buzzes in and says are you in did it open
2: I'm I'm in. Who who Who's who's speaking? We don't
0: have time for this, Leonard. Now that the device is activated, you have three minutes to get the contents of Locker 366 and get out. If you can, make this look like a regular robbery, but getting Locker 366 and getting out is the first priority.
2: Okay, there's so much gold. Am I taking that too? I don't
0: give a damn about the gold. Now, according to Deschler, pressure sensors on the floor may still be active. Do not touch the vault floor. Understood?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, can you just repeat the locker number?
0: Three, six, six. You've got three minutes before the system reboots. When that happens, if the vault door is open, the alarm will be triggered.
2: Okay, so time is ticking. I'm, can I jump, do like a do like a turn jump in the air like and grab onto the the lockers in the back from where I am standing?
0: Uh, Sure. So the lockers line all of the walls. So you can just reach over where you're standing and try to climb along the wall. If if you want to jump, you can try to make the table in the middle, but it looks kind of far. Now, you're injured. In particular, you have a really messed up pinky on your left hand, so you're going to be at a minus three to all climbing rolls. Uh, But the jump is at a minus two for the distance. Do you want to try to crawl along the lockers on the wall?
2: Yes, I'm definitely, I'm trying to cr- crawl, crawl up the wall.
0: Okay, so you're reaching to grab along the wall. Yes. So the left wall goes straight ahead to the back of the vault, and on the right, there are three embankments. So the, the vault is shaped like a capital E, and you're at the bottom of it. Do you want to climb to the left or to the right?
2: I think um, along the long wall. For f- Okay, yes.
0: so you crawl to your left along the long mm-hmm. wall. Give me a climbing minus three and degree of success matters because you only have three minutes. The more you succeed by, the faster you can move around the vault. If you hit climbing by three on the button, you're going to be moving too slow to search much of the vault before running out of time.
2: No, that would be so bad. Yes. Okay. So first thing, I'm going to roll on the climbing.
0: Yeah, give me a climbing roll.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: So that's a success by two. So you're climbing along the wall. And after a few feet of crawling, there's now the long table behind you. There's about three feet of clearance between your back and the edge of the table. Uh, for that roll, you're moving at a decent clip, but not so fast that you can make a full circuit of the room in three minutes. So give me a search roll to find the locker you're mm-hmm. looking for. You get a plus two for your success by two climbing.
2: Okay, great. So I'm going to roll on that.
0: Oh, and give me a okay. focus check for that last climbing roll.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay, that's for the focus. It's a okay, nine. Okay, good. Yeah. And then this is going to be for the um other one. So this is, oh, wow. Yeah, so that's a success. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, because climbing. Okay, no, what was the second one? Oh, oh yes, to find the locker. So Okay, uh, cool.
0: Based on the successful search role, both you are able to spot the numbering system to understand that the locker that you're looking for is in the far side, and you're able to climb there fast enough to get there, At a reasonable amount of time, but it takes you about, actually, give me an IQ roll. First, give me a focus check for that search roll, and then give me an IQ roll to figure out how long it's been.
2: All right. So this is-
0: To time how much time you have. Right. Oh, so that's a failed focus check. So that is your first failed focus check. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you get to locker uh, Mm 366, and you have a gauge that it's been about, it's been about a minute and a half. And indeed, uh, then you hear, as you're opening up locker 366, Leonard, that's 90 seconds.
2: All right, great. So I can I grab first whatever's in the locker? So put it in yeah. my pocket. So you
0: open up 366 and great. you find a uh, small red box.
2: Yes, so I'm taking the, the little red box. And you,
0: you notice at this point that you have a bag. You have a big cloth black bag in your belt strapped in. Perfect. That you can that you can use to take stuff. So I put
2: it away and I'm opening other, yeah. So I'm going to open three, seven, nine, like just random numbers next to- Random numbers. Yes. I'm throwing some of them on the floor um, and then I'm putting some more in the black bag um, and just like, you know, creating confusion there. Um, And then definitely um, shoveling some of the, the, or trying to grab some of the gold as well. Okay. I just, so what you know need what, some pocket money.
0: Wh- what what you just did for the record was carefully climbed along the wall so as to not touch the floor and then started throwing things on the floor.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. Is
0: what I'm hearing.
2: Okay, this is really bad right now. No. Okay, <laughs> nothing comes to the floor. I just like no.
0: too late. You said it. It's happened. Oh, it's no. done. That's canon. Okay, cool.
2: So I got to get out of here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, maybe.
2: Okay, I'm on my way back anyways, right? So So
0: are you still climbing along the wall?
2: Um, I'm I'm climbing um, backwards now, just trying to get yeah, um <laughs> you're climbing
0: back, not climbing backwards, backwards. right? Okay.
2: <laughs> climbing back. Um, climbing trying, upside down. Exactly. <laughs> trying to get um like a spider. to the door as fast as possible. Okay, if cool. That's... Give
0: me give me another okay. climbing roll.
2: Climbing roll is gonna be this one. Okay. On. Oh
0: yeah. Uh, that is on the button. So it's take it's you're a bit slow. Oh. And a- as you're just like still 5 paces away and not quite going to make it there, you hear Leonard, that's 10 seconds. 9 8 You got to get that bank oh. vault closed. 7
2: Okay, so I'm six. Sp- I'm just jumping down trying to okay. get out of through the door.
0: You get through the door as he's saying f- 5. Four, you need to close the vault door. I'm Two,
2: pushing my okay. weight against the door. Give me
0: So, oh, give me a focus check for that last uh, climbing roll. Okay. And then uh, give me a strength check to close the door. Perfect.
2: So this is the first one. You're fine on that. Okay, and, and then, then the uh, second.
0: Yeah, give me a strength.
2: Strength, exactly. Okay.
0: You're All good. Right. Oh. You're able to close the vault door <laughs> in time. Are you out? Okay, cool. Did you do it?
2: I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I got everything in my bag. Okay, I'm running towards the exit now. Do
0: not go for the exit. Repeat, do not go for the exit. Get out the way you came in. Leonard, I hear sirens. Is that a coincidence or did you fuck up? You didn't touch the vault floor, did you? Well,
2: my body didn't, but definitely some objects from from the little lockers did.
0: God damn it, Leonard. It was a simple job. Well, they were not- I'm out of here. If you make it out, rendezvous at John Wayne. If you don't- you don't know who I am.
2: Okay, I'll meet you there. Um I will get out as I got in.
0: Okay, so you you come out of the vault, you have that little chat, and then you run down that hallway. At the end the hallway turns right. There's a row of offices on your left side. There is a unconscious security guard on the floor in front of you. Oh my god. And then there is a kind of area with little desks, and then past that there is the front lobby. Give me a per- give me a perception roll on this.
2: Okay. But I can't, can I go through the front lobby? You don't know? Oh, no, you said no. So the, he, the man he, said yeah,
0: no. Yeah, he said, he said not to go out the front door. So success perception,
2: mm-hmm. you
0: see that there is a vent in the ceiling that okay. has like swung open that you figure that's how you got in. But it's pretty high.
2: Yes, is there, can I see a letter around there? Did I? How did I get down? Did I just? You know, is there anything that can clear. help me get It's not clear. All you see up? is
0: that the vent that's like, it's a little like air conditioning vent that's in the yeah. ceiling. And it's like a, it's like a 10 foot ceiling.
2: I see. Is there, is there anything around me that I could use to get up there? Like a ladder or? There's,
0: there's no ladders. There's desks over in the, past them in the area that you could climb on. If You could try and drag one over. Yes. It might can be I? slow.
2: Oh yeah. Uh. I, I mean I can
0: there's also can I
2: do like a jump?
0: Yeah, you can try and do something parkour y. So there's yes. um the the vent is right over an office door. So you could try and do something with like climbing onto the doorknob and, and jumping up. That'll be a lot quicker if you succeed than trying to drag a desk from down the hallway, but it's gonna be tricky.
2: I uh, yes, but I feel like I'm athletic and I can take this. Yeah, you can so do it. I'd love to try. All right. Cool.
0: I'm going to have you roll a climbing
2: mm-hmm.
0: at, a mi- at a minus four All because right. the maneuver is really difficult. You're essentially climbing yourself up on a tiny surface and I'm going to okay. roll for the doorknob being able to support your weight because that that's a little I bit of a stretch as well. I have
2: so much faith not jinxing this, but yes, cross your fingers. Um Ooh, okay. nice. Oh, Very great. Good. Very good roll. Am I doing well?
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're doing great. I am okay. doing it. And, and the uh, doorknob, here, I'll, I'll tilt my, the doorknob uh-huh. rolled super well to, uh, I was oh. sh- showing you on the camera, my the dice yes. roll I just did. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the doorknob rolled incredibly, Door, doorknob rolled a six. So it's, that is my you know, doorknob. This, this is a bank that is built right. They don't build banks like this anymore. You go to most <laughs> banks, you show up, you try and climb them on the doorknob, the doorknob just falls off. No, 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 Not at, See, not at First is... American.
2: My kind of bang. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. So I'm up there, right? So yeah.
0: So you do a a acrobatic maneuver where you just jimmy yourself up, get a foot on the doorknob, push off, and jump backwards. Yes. And grab onto the grating. I'm
2: super manning myself up there.
0: You're you're rolling real well.
2: So I pull up myself up. My muscles are on fire. The, your
0: muscles are bulging beautifully. You look <laughs> majestic. Are. You look really <laughs> steely and badass, like Guy Pierce.
2: I love that. Am I am I like like wearing one of these tank tops like black? T- like my muscles are flexing in this.
0: <laughs> no. no, I already canonically told the other player that it was like a, a full, so I can't. Oh, but otherwise, I would bad. let you retcon to yes. a yeah. <laughs>
2: Those tank tops. Okay, I'm up there.
0: You're up there, and you're in some uh, vents. And now I just want you to give me an IQ roll to find your way out quickly because the bet. Okay. You can't see where you're going.
2: Cool. Rolling right now.
0: Yeah. Good success. Oh. Nice. Uh, yeah, you find your way out and you can see light above you and you push out and you are on the roof of the bank.
2: Oh, perfect. Okay, cool. Can I look around for like one of those, like a second exit, like not part of like the bank, but like the office part or something?
0: G- give me a perception roll to look around. Okay. Oh, this really, really good roll. You're rolling super well. Yay. So on that really good roll, you see a few things one there's there's no way it's it's a pretty flat roof there's just like a vent there's nothing okay. else that you can there's no other doors but there is a kind of fire escapey ladder on the left side of the building however for your good success perception you also notice approaching police sirens
2: oh my goodness okay um great well i have to get down anyways right so mm. i'm um Definitely approaching the fire escape. Is there is there just before that, is there like any buildings close so I can like do like a Mission Impossible jump or something? You could try like that.
0: to Mission Impossible jump. So the fire escape is on the back, opposite the street, and it leads back to an alley which snakes to your right, which makes the building on that side a bit far to jump. But on the left side is a strip mall, so you can jump straight onto the roof of the strip mall and run along. I would there. love to do
2: the the jump. Yes, okay. I need that right now.
0: So give me cool. a jumping roll, just to, just to land uh, smoothly, just yes. to. Oh god. That is good enough that you don't oh. that you don't twist your ankle. That's fine.
2: Great. Okay, cool.
0: That was just so that you because it's not a hard jump, you weren't gonna fall in between it. It was just a matter of it's a bit of a drop to the roof of the strip mall. So were you able to kind of roll out and land uh without twisting your ankle and hurting yourself? All
2: right, good job, Lenny. I'm just talking to you. Give myself. me a focus check. Mm-hmm. Here. Oh you're good? All right.
0: Okay, and you're on the roof of the strip mall, and this is a kind of slanted roof. It's it's just a one story building, so there's a long way that you can that you can go.
2: Wait, did you say strip? Strip what?
0: A, a strip mall is a, an American concept.
2: <laughs> I Let's like, gather
0: around the fire and a strip, explain a strip, strip malls to something. the German lady. <laughs>
2: Just a random mall.
0: (laughs) It's a... uh, So strip malls are...
2: strippers.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's a mall, just nothing but strippers. As far as the eye can see, you just shop for strippers. That's great. So we don't have them really here in uh, New York, but in the Midwest, they're these... How do we even explain a strip mall? It's a mall, but there's no inside. It's just like a long strip of stores, like side by side, and they all face out. And in front of it is usually just like a parking lot. Oh, okay. this strip mall faces like a, a main street.
2: That that I've I've seen that before. So yes, yeah. okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, all I right, wasn't. So I wasn't I'm, just like suddenly getting sexy with you here. It's, I, yeah, it's a I real was concept. Saying, I was
2: like, ooh, strippers. I can work with that. <laughs> Okay, so I'm – can I try to get down that roo- – like since I'm like I'm on another building now, so the police will probably corner the bank, I just need to get away now. Is there any way for me to get down that that roof from this, the strip mall?
0: It's a one-story drop, so you could just drop off the front or back.
2: Okay, cool.
0: How far did you run run along the strip mall roof? Are you just like – Going as far oh, as you can go or are you just yes, immediately I dropping off? Yes, I ran on off? to
2: the other side. Like I'm as so far you, you, as I can go. So
0: you you ran along the strip mall and it, it was a good like full block of like yes. one continuous roof. So you're now on the other side and you, you arrive at the end of the strip mall. And so are you dropping off the front or the back?
2: The back, for sure. Okay.
0: So you drop off the back. Give me again a dex roll just to right. not twist your ankle no. when you land. Right. Right. You're good. Oh,
2: perfect. And then the other one too, right? The focus. Yeah. Um here. Ooh.
0: Ooh, ooh, that's a failure. Okay. You're on that's your last bad. you're on your last focus check now. Cool. But you now find yourself in an abandoned alleyway. Okay. You're in the back of a Chinese store a, a Chinese restaurant. There's no light back here, but you can kind of see there's a dumpster with the day's refuse from this restaurant peeled onion shells lying around at your feet. Yummy. A cat (sighs) looks at you inquisitively. It was sleeping on some kind of noodle box and it pops its head up and looks at you. And uh, (laughs) you now notice that this is kind of a a closed off area belonging just to this restaurant. You can probably climb the fence or you can try the door and and try and go through the Chinese restaurant. The cat crawls down and he brushes against your leg.
2: Ooh. Oh, I'd love to play with a cat, but I have no time. I'm definitely hungry and it smells not too bad. So, but I, I would, I want to go through, is there a back door I can go through? I would not want to go through. You like, are in the, main the back.
0: So this, oh, I see. it's a little back area that's fenced in. You can try and climb the fence or you can try and see if you can break into the restaurant. The fence beyond it, you can see there's just kind of a, a back street area that belongs to the strip mall. And you can see some figures walking around back there, but you can't make them out because it's pretty dark.
2: Okay, I don't necessarily want to go there since it's probably – it might be police already like surveilling that area. So I can I just break into the, the, the restaurant?
0: Sure. Give and me a,
2: take it from there?
0: Give me a forced entry roll.
2: Okay, forced entry Right
0: now. ooh, you're rolling real. You're rolling real well, except for that last roll. (laughs) Except for the previous roll, you've been rolling great.
2: (laughs) Exactly. And give me a focus check. Oh, yes. Um.
0: That's uh, you're still fine. Oh okay cool. Uh so yeah, you uh break in although that would be hilarious if the next player had to come in like,
2: I know. I would love that,
0: but <laughs> You've just broken into the back of a Chinese restaurant with a bag full of gold. That is
2: very great. Do I have I heard from my little friend in my ear ever since? Um
0: You can click on it and double check. You can talk into it.
2: I would love to do that. Um
0: so what do you say?
2: Uh, hello? So I, I, I am in the back of a Chinese restaurant. I got everything um, we were looking for. What are my next steps?
0: You hear now a woman's voice.
2: Leonard? Oh, thank God. Are you Okay. I, I'm I'm doing well. Who, who, who is this now? It's me. It's Anne. Are you part of this of of the robbery?
0: The other guys drove off and left you behind, but
2: I would never do that. Anne, wh- what are we doing? Wh- where where are you? I'm hiding out just around the corner. So pick me up. I'm on in the no, in I'm... the Chinese restaurant. I don't know which street Chinese I am restaurant. on. This strip mall. No,
0: I'm I'm hiding in a bush right by the strip mall. When they were leaving, I stole Bestoso's communicator and I sprinted out of the car. Now I'll find my way to you oh i can see the cops they're walking up to the bank with their flashlights oh, God.
2: don't get caught yes i'm two two houses de- the model by the bank just pick me up by the chinese restaurants <laughs> There should be only one okay i'm coming sit tight save me an egg roll uh, over okay she
0: takes a little while but eventually she gets there and you see her you see a, a young woman in a sundress, shading her her hand, shading her eyes, trying to look in, and, and she she thinks she sees you, and she knocks on the window of the Chinese restaurant.
2: Oh my God, that must be Anne. Okay, Anne, you were wrong. I don't know why you thought
0: there would only be one Chinese restaurant in a strip mall in L.A. There were like four, but. Well, you. But there was no one in the other ones. You made
2: it pretty quickly. What do you have your car running? Can I just come out? And oh, I don't know I, if the camera saw me, so the policemen know my face. I cannot be seen.
0: I'm sorry, I don't have a car. They took the cars.
2: Oh my goodness. Okay. Um. W- I didn't realize
0: you thought I had a car.
2: Where? What? What? What are we doing? What? I I got whatever Bentolio asked me to have, like the little red box. Okay. I've got it with me.
0: I okay. I think. Um. Let me try and uh, and she tries to open the door, but it's locked.
2: Oh God! Okay, can I can I um, break a window and like to get out or sure, break the door? Sure, you can the break door? a
0: window. You can break whatever you okay. want. Okay,
2: break the window.
0: All right, you. I mean, you don't have to roll. I assume you just throw. Oh, throw something through the window. A,
2: I'm throwing. Yes.
0: I will now say plate. that you were you were inside the restaurant. You could have just unlocked the door, but sure, you can break a window. <laughs>
2: That's great. Cool. I, nope. I'm throwing plates at the window. That's how I do it. <laughs> and
0: it's just like, oh my God, what the hell?
2: Yes. Okay, great. I'm, am I out? I'm out, right?
0: Yeah, you're out. Let's see if it triggers an alarm. Who knows?
2: Great. Can I trust Anne? Do I have like a good feeling about her? I don't know. Is I like, how's my perception? Like, d- does she work with me? Or like, should I run? Do I know
0: this? You. Uh, <laughs> that is up to you to figure out
2: oh okay cool yes i i just trust her um and what are okay. we doing like I, we got to get out of here like far let's, away is let's there move, let's move yes.
0: like let's not stand in front of the the police exactly and the um, chinese I restaurant see... you just broke the window of and she pulls you along and she starts walking opposite direction of of the police of the bank okay, and you I guys see... kind of what were th- you th- saying there is
2: like a car parked by is there any way i do i have a can can i roll the skill like to 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 break in the car and like oh, uh, steal the car i will let you try because we need to move faster than by foot
0: so you you're rolling at a default you this is not something you are, are trained in but i'll let you try because i feel oh. like you have you have enough knowledge of the general kinds of skills required I for this that you do i do so but you're <laughs> gonna have to roll very well to get this
2: okay Oh God!
0: That is very well. Is, That's a really that good role. That is well.
2: I'm I'm a professional car stealer.
0: Luisa, you are, you Ooh. are having some incredibly lucky roles. I love it. Um, <laughs> okay. And you, yeah, you hotwire the car. You 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 know that you've read how to do this, but you're not exactly sure how to do it. But you're like, you know what? Let me try. I just. I just threw a plate through a window. It's a crazy day.
2: I can conquer the world, so yes. You're,
0: you're able to open it up and you break open. It's an older car. Yes. And you break open the the little area behind the dash and you're like
2: – With like my-, my credit card or and, something.
0: Yeah. No. With, with your credit card, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: I don't know. <laughs> how to break into
0: cars. And the the engine turns on, you're like, oh wow, uh okay. And you d- you didn't expect it to work that well, and then Anne is like, wow, really impressed because you did that with, with a lot of a plum.
2: Hey She's Anne. Like, I didn't know
0: you knew how to s- steal cars. Well,
2: you know, you don't know a lot about me, so let's get I going.
0: Yes. Okay, let's go. Let's just move. Let's drive. Let's drive.
2: Okay, so L.A. What the hell? How did I even get here? Okay, so did let's- you have another episode? Um, what?
0: Did you have another episode?
2: W- what are What are you talking about?
0: Okay, how- never mind. Just drive. Just drive.
2: Okay. Well, how- if you and-
0: failed that hotwire roll, which you you needed a seven or below to hit, I was going to have oh the police notice you stealing a car. So oh you got my real god! Lucky. And
2: then yes <laughs> and then going to jail for something totally different okay Um rolling right now
0: uh was that your focus this, this, check
2: uh i don't know that that what that was <laughs> that
0: that was I, the that, what did I that was the focus check for your for your hot wire right
2: uh, oh maybe i just rolled that now yes what did, oh shit
0: because that's it you have oh. lost focus okay <laughs> that is that is the
2: <laughs> so wait where did i stop <laughs>
0: you you hotwire the car you start to you start to drive off and then suddenly you lose focus and you're like what am what am i doing what's in the
2: car within that
0: is where the next player will uh will take off
2: i love that okay good luck
0: (laughs) thank you so much for playing with us luisa that was awesome that was an awesome turn you You rolled actually pretty damn well other than maybe (laughs) on some of the focus checks and you, um,
2: oh my god! You
0: just threw a plate through a Chinese store window for no reason, which was one of my favorite things. I love that. I love it.
2: This was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. I know that Chinese. I I could have taken the door, but I'm an interesting <laughs> no, guy. So
0: you just go. You're nothing just like, is
2: easy. Yeah, I'm like I have the power.
0: <laughs> beautiful, wonderful work. And uh, right. and uh, yeah, we'll be back with the next player.
2: I love it. Good luck. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>
0: Andy Hoover is an author, a playwright, a game designer, an actor, a tinker, a tailor, a soldier, and a spy. Don't tell him that. Don't tell him that part. (laughs) He's one of my favorite writers in the world. No joke. As an actor, I once killed him on stage twice in the same play. He's also a founding regular member. He's also a founding (laughs) member of the film Reroll. And as, as uh,
4: regular as I can manage, that's for sure. <laughs> Andy, how you doing? I'm good. You know, I'm good. I and Thank you for having me. This is a very cool spin on the usual film reroll format. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to hear what I've been up to and or what <laughs> I will be up to in the future. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I'm trying to wrap my head around it and it's... It's fun to think about. Yeah, don't but, don't wrap yeah.
0: your head around it. Just stay in the moment, man.
4: I've never been more comforted that this whole show is kind of ran on the basis of just like hold card, you know, like cold, hard numbers of just like, hold card, cold, hard numbers <laughs> of just three cubes that will tell me my destiny. <laughs> For lo, I do not know it myself, nor will I ever. But uh, yeah, no, I, I'm excited to uh, get started. I, I really like this movie. Uh, and i think that i'm going to really like this reroll you know when when it happens did i get that right i killed you twice in when we did macbeth didn't i well Is i certainly true? died as duncan yeah that was not cool by the way sorry <laughs> <laughs> Not a cool thing. Your Speaking ambition, of cold man, hard fate, your ambition's going to be a problem one of these days. You should listen to those old ladies in the woods. I'm just trying to rule Scotland, and I thought I was giving you all this shit. Anyway, that's water under the bridge now. Uh, your wife sucks, by the way. <laughs> no, nah, it was... Macbeth, Macbeth was fun. That was a fun production. The second no, time, the though... Best. I don't know. Did you kill me the second time? Just, like, in the fight Because I thought you
0: you came back as a thief, and I murdered you, and... I
4: was definitely involved with, like, a lot of killing on both sides of the knife in that play. Like, because I, yeah. I killed, like, Macduff's kid. Like, I just got double cast as, like duncan and then just like all of the various ruffians that like kind of form the backbone of Macbeth in a lot of ways you're just always like two murderers two thieves like i don't know <laughs> yeah so you probably you probably did kill me multiple times you probably killed me other times in other plays I don't think I'm we've to remember.
0: We've never. That was the only time you and I have acted together. I believe. Is that true? I've acted really? for. I've acted in your plays that you wrote. Gee, that could be But I think that's right. the only time we were on stage. Oh no, no, no! Uh, Little Shop of Horrors. There, about of course, of that's the
4: one. You and I. You and I were both kind of victims who, to varying degrees, had it coming in that one. We suffered similar fates. But anyway, anyway, uh, in this non-Scottish, uh, non-bitey plant situation. Um, how, how am I doing? How's Lenny holding up? I don't know. Uh, All right. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Let's jump into it. All right. Serious. I do not know where I've been or where I'm going. All
0: right. And you really don't. I don't. So Leonard, you come to, you're in Uh. a dark room and in front of you, there's a big bright screen and it's playing kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit, kill the the wabbit. It's a Bugs Bunny cartoon,
4: like the old, the old classic. Yeah, yeah, um, old classic. Am I as Leonard? I'm familiar with that. I guess. Like I've, I've, I've. Yeah, you. I have you enough familiarity with Looney you Tunes. You recognize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, ah, oh, who's showing me Looney Tunes? Aye, aye, aye.
0: And you're sitting. You realize in a comfy red plush seat, sort of the one like the one I'm on, and <clears throat> you're in like a movie theater. There's a there's a guy sitting next to you on your left, and he's also watching. Mm -hmm. Looney Tunes.
4: Do I get the sense that I am confined in any way? Like, am I here of my own, what might be laughingly referred to as my own free will? (laughs) Uh, No, uh, you are not
0: tied down. You look down and you see that you're in like some slacks and a a red shirt and you're you're damp. You've like, Mm. like your whole head to toe, you're kind of wet. Like Mm. not, not soaking wet, but like... Like you're moist,
4: as as if I like just came out of the rain, or does it feel like yeah like, something like that? Yeah, maybe okay. maybe
0: you were in the rain. Like if you were in the rain like 45 minutes ago,
4: does the guy to my sorry left or right? Does the guy sitting next to me seem uh, seem similarly moist?
0: Damn, it's kind of dark. It, it's hard to right. tell. You you roll perception if you want.
4: Uh, Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, it's always good to get more information. I'd like to know if we're sort of like, you know, I mean, I think that there's a lot, there's sort of a lot to be told whether or not we're both damp or not in this point. Like, (laughs) have we, have we, have we suffered together? Uh, I succeed my perception by uh, two. Uh, He does not appear to be damp. Interesting. (laughs) Is he watching the show with any, you know, are both just sort of like chilling out and kind of like that? dorm room stoned kind of way where just like this is the thing that's being watched and like we're here or is are either of us more intent on what's actually happening?
0: his attention is kind of more focused than you'd expect from a hangout but yeah stoner
4: vibe doesn't seem totally wrong okay uh i guess i turn to him be like hey am i are there clues in this Are, are there clues should i be watching this
0: he looks at you and smiles. He doesn't seem to understand.
4: I'm sorry. Hi, I'm uh, I'm, I'm L- Lenny. Do we know each other? I'm sorry. I have a condition. <laughs> he chuckles at you. Hi, I'm Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Um, I'm sorry. I know this is a weird question, but do we know each other? Have we met before?
0: Why would we have met before? Okay. Okay. His attention I- is returned to the screen. And by the way, as you move, you notice that you're pretty beaten up. You've... You like your body doesn't feel great. You've uh, you've taken a few too many shots.
4: Well, I mean, gee,
0: and not yeah. in the fun way.
4: No, I get it. Um, I mean, I feel like I, this isn't the first time that I've woken up or that I've come into and been beaten up a bit. So, I, I could, could I just take a quick perception roll as to like the kind of theater this is. Like, is it a? It's a straight up movie. Like, is it pretty obvious that's a movie theater or like is? That? Well, you succeeded by
0: two already. Your perception. I'll yeah. for I'll, I'll give you that it is a. It does look like a fairly normal movie theater, but it's pretty, It's a pretty small projection room. Okay. You could maybe fit 30 people in here tops.
4: Okay. Uh, so
0: I would... either it's a small town movie theater or it's like a private establishment.
4: What is the exit situation? There are two
0: exits there their main aisles that go down third of the way in from either side and you're right next to one of the aisles so you can take a step and, and leave at any
4: point. Okay, um... And do I have any personal effects that I can I would like to sort of like search my pockets and and uh, yeah, you know, see if I left any notes for myself or anything or, or a gun would be good, you know? I always like it's always good to have a gun in my life yeah, artwork. you you take a look in your pockets. <laughs> just like a Lucas Arts game like check inventory. like all right, you haven't played this one in a while.
0: You find a, a wallet and uh, there is a a note in there with it,
4: okay. Is it my wallet? Is there any ID?
0: It's a little bit dark in here, actually, to to yeah. get a look at the note or the wallet with any clarity.
4: Okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just try one more time with Aaron. Just be like, hey Aaron, uh, I'm sorry, man. I, excuse me. Did I come in here with anybody? Is anybody waiting for me?
0: I don't remember you coming in with anyone, but I was watching the cartoon. All right, thank you. I think
4: you're alone. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and check my seat to make sure I didn't leave anything behind, and then I'm gonna go out the exit into what I am maybe naively hoping is the bright uh, Southern California sunshine. And so I go through the exit.
0: All right, you check. There's nothing on the seat that you left behind. There's a little bit of crumbs of popcorn at your feet, but other than that, nothing. A clue, no. And- Can't assume that. As you walk out the door, you expect, to see like the lobby of a movie theater or something like that but in fact you walk out into what appears to be a private residence a large slightly lavish room with big tall windows and high ceilings and nice curtains in To your left, there's a little bathroom and and a bed area that is just kind of out in the middle of the space with not but a curtain separating it. And to your right, there is a kitchenette area and an elevator uh, on the far right. And in front of you are three people.
4: Oh, sorry. Before, just to clarify, does it seem like this person spent a lot of their money on this private movie situation? Like, it's like this is otherwise a fairly modest kind of living situation, but like they're, you know, a person who really likes their movies. And so they sort of built in their own movie theater, or does it seem like this is a very opulent part of a larger opulent mansion? That's just like the movie part. Hard to tell. Having only
0: an elevator makes it seem as if this is just like a private floor. Gotcha. It feels like an opulent space, but it's very bare for an opulent space. Like there isn't much here, other than a private movie but theater.
4: also like a bed. You said like an apartment, and like a like a kitchenette, and like a yeah. There's like a bed here. This makes yeah. me uncomfortable.
0: In fact, there is. There's a man sitting on the bed. So uh, there, there's four people in the room. Okay. There's a, a skeevy looking man mm-hmm. in a suit sitting on the bed. Mm-hmm. There's a. Big tough guy, kind of with his arms crossed, sitting on a windowsill, and a young woman in a yellow sundress who's just sort of leaning on his shoulder. Okay. Affectionately. And she gets up as you walk in. And then there's a man in a very nice suit just next to her on her left. Okay. And as you walk
4: in, he says,
0: I'm glad you could join us, Mr. Shelby.
4: I'm glad I could too. I hope everything is uh, working out well. Uh, so I got some Looney Tunes going on in there. What's that about?
0: It was your request. Yeah. Did you enjoy it?
4: Well, I, I didn't quite get to the climax of the Wagnerian crazy pastiche they got going on there. But from what I remembered, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, it's it's Don Bluth. It's like, what's not to enjoy? It's, or, you know, it's, uh, what was his name? Tex Avery. It's great. It's, you know, the performances are good. Uh, it's colorful. Aaron seemed to like it, you know, yeah.
0: So, are you ready for your first test? I'm sorry? You know, you told me something pretty remarkable.
4: Um, yeah, I I, I don't know if you know me very well. I got a bit of a condition, so I'm not sure. What did I, um, what did I, what did I mention? What did I say? Well, for
0: one thing, you wanted me to help you find the man who killed your
4: wife. Yes, thank you. Oh, my God, that's what I've been saying this whole time. Yes. Is the guy in there? No, no, not him. He seemed nice. Good. Sheesh, that's a relief. No, Leonard.
0: If it meant you could kill him, would you let this woman die? And he pulls out a gun and he holds it to the young woman's head. She freezes in shock and terror.
4: Well, hang on. I don't think this is... Ne- you mean hypothetically? Or what do you... Um, what? Um, I mean, short answer, uh, yes with an if. Long answer, no with a but. He cocks the gun. Hang on a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. What
0: is your revenge worth to you?
4: Oh, my God. Um, would you let her die? I'm checking my character sheet. See if I have a um, uh, an obsession. So, I uh, I succeeded my will roll. So I'm going to say uh,
0: yes. I would. Good. You passed. And he uncocks the gun and puts it back in his pocket. The woman Shh. collapses. And starts crying. It's
4: nothing. It's I mean, it's really nothing personal, Miss. I'm really sorry about that. That's extremely traumatic. I am sorry. I have a number of a good therapist. I mean, he didn't help me at all, but, uh, you know.
0: Uh. <laughs> Again with a the therapist, says the big guy. Yeah, that's right. Again with the therapist. The woman between sobs points to you and says, Check the note in your pocket. Check the note in your pocket. All right, I do.
4: I just... Yeah, look at the, the note. Say.
0: It says... Arthur Kane is going to help you find Jimmy Grants, who killed your wife. He seems like a straight shooter. and Summer is your girlfriend. You can trust her. All right. It's in your handwriting.
4: I point at the guy with the gun. I'm like, Arthur? Is that right? Arthur? Pleasure yeah.
0: to meet you again, Leonard.
4: And this is Summer. Hi, Summer. Summer? A- Anne. Her, a-
0: Summer is her last name. Anne, Anne Summer.
4: Summer. Anne? Anne? I'm sorry. Anne? Yeah. My handwriting's crazy. Anne, I'm really sorry <laughs> about that. This is just one of those things that we're going to have to get through together as a couple.
0: She looks at you with big eyes, tears streaming down her face, and she starts to say something, but instead she just gets up and runs to the bathroom and closes the door.
4: I'm really sorry. Arthur, where can I find Jimmy Grant?
0: Hold on. That test was just to see if you were telling
4: the truth. Oh, about my condition? Yeah, it sucks. It's terrible. I hate this shit. Uh, what do I do? What do I, where is this guy?
0: All in good time. What's test number two? A favor for a favor, Leonard. I will get you the head of Jimmy Grants, but first I need you to do something for me. Okay. I need you to rob a
4: bank. Fine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> where is it? What are, I need, actually, I need, I need a little more assurance here that like, who is Jimmy Grant? Where do I find him? Did you get, where's my information about where I can find this guy? How do you know that he killed my wife? Like, I'm not going to just wander into this. What kind of dealings have we had in the past? You need to work with me here, man. Leonard, it
0: was you who came to me. You told me Jimmy Grants killed your wife. You asked me to help you find him. You know he's not an easy man to get to. Thank you. But we have a common cause, Leonard. He's the man who killed my brother.
4: That's terrific. This is good for... Well, you should rob a bank for me. <laughs> That's a joke. Uh, all right, cool. Let's do it. Let's rob a bank together and then we'll kill Jimmy Grant. I I got nothing. I got to figure this out, man. Um, G- give me, so a, give me a perception roll. Okay. Oof. That is a failure by uh, four.
0: All right. You get nothing.
4: Give me a focus check for your
0: failed perception.
4: Uh, that is a success by uh, three success by 3. Okay. All right. I sort of like clear the cobwebs from my head. I'm like, "Uh oh uh, yeah, uh, Arthur. Also, who I'm sorry, I know Arthur and I know Anne. Who are these um He points at the big guy who introduces himself and says,
0: "Hi Leonard. I'm I'm John. John Pastoso." "Hi John." Uh, "Hi John." And then Arthur says, "And the quiet man sitting on the bed is Mr. Elias Mord. He will be assisting you in this operation."
4: Okay. Great. Elias, you understand that you're probably going to have to take the lead on a lot of this because um, I'm not always... Mord nods and gets up without saying anything. You've been briefed on my deal. I'm sure that's very useful to you in some way. he,
0: he, He does not react to that.
4: He's kind of skeevy
0: looking. There's something uncomfortable about him. He's got dark eyes and hollow cheeks. He's got a blonde mod cut and a fancy suit.
4: Uh, so what are we what are we doing here, Arthur? What are we doing here, Elias?
0: Arthur Kane starts to walk towards the elevator. Mord and Bestoso both follow. Oh, and he calls out, "Miss Summer," and she comes out of the bathroom, having cleaned herself up a bit. Arthur calls the elevator, and you all get in. It's very fancy. It's mahogany with a mirrored top and kind of an early Art Deco sort of a style.
4: So uh, is this Arthur's uh, place? I say, making small talk to the uh, people. You don't have to answer. It's a nice setup. Nice setup.
0: Yeah, they don't answer. And there's a moment of awkward silence. And finally, Anne cuts the silence. She's still kind of cool towards you. But she says, it's very large. They've got a whole walk-in wine cellar in the basement.
4: I would like, in a way, to sort of like, in what I think is a charming way, facing the mirror with me and Anne next to each other. And just be like, so how did you two meet? (laughs) anything she at least crack a smile I feel bad about the gun thing
0: she does This, this breaks her a little bit and she kind of snuggles up to you and she says sorry if I overreacted it was kind of rough but you know you still treat me better than any other boyfriend I've had and if I ever doubt you I'll always remember you saved my life and she goes to kiss your cheek and I do it again probably you saved my life so now you can do with it as you want
4: uh well good I hope we can work this out. I like you. I like her, right? She seems great. I'm still loyal to my wife, but like I can t- use all the friends I can get, you know. Yeah. Like, She's, I've got uh, I've got no I've got no reason to have any ill will towards her. I guess is what I would say. I,
0: I would say that you have a little reason to have ill will towards anybody.
4: That's true. It's just kind of the nature of your character. Except for Jimmy Grant. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So the elevator moves quietly and somewhat slowly. It's hard to tell how far you're going, but you note that the digital readout was three when you started moving and it. Now by the end says B Hmm. and it lets out into a dusky little alcove with tall bookcases lining each wall. You've gone from a kind of ornate wood aesthetic to more of an exposed brick feel. Arthur Kane walks confidently forward out into a larger room that appears to be a private study or, you know, perhaps a small library. There's a small desk and a reading nook. There's a big elk head and a hunting rifle over it. Arthur opens a door, which leads to a dimly lit hallway. At this point, Anne who has been staring daggers into Arthur Kane since your little conversation, opens up on him. Leonard's injured. You could at least give him some medical attention
4: before you send him to rob a freaking bank. I would appreciate that. Arthur Arthur. stops in his tracks and looks back at you. I would. I mean, I I would. I could use, you know, I mean, honestly, I could use like, just like a, a day of just like being off my feet, get some bandages up, rest up a bit, like aspirin. Uh, I don't know, I, a, a physical from a refuted physician would be good. And what's hurting the most right now, God?
0: Your left shoulder is definitely the most immediate pain, but your left hand's not great either. There's a big old bandage over your pinky finger. You feel smaller bumps and bruises all over you. You feel almost as if your move and dodge were halved
4: for some reason. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you really want me in tip top shape, Arthur, I could use a, uh, you know, I can, I can crash anywhere, watch some more Looney Tunes. Um, I'm very much, you know, in your debt. But like, if you want me to to rob this bank properly, uh, I could use some R&R.
0: Arthur Kane looks over at Mord, who speaks for the first time you've heard him, and says, "Morgan fucked us, and we gotta fly tonight. And we can't rob the place after hours when the vault's closed. If we can't get in the vault,
4: if this needs to be done now, it needs to be done now. But like, I, I'd really, I'm gonna be performing better for you, you know."
0: Arthur Kane looks at how beat up you look and thinks about it for a second, and then says to Mord,
4: "What if I get Deschler
0: to solve the vault problem?" then they'll know the place was hit by someone who can solve the vault problem. I'm okay with that. That's why we have a thief who can't possibly be traced back to us. And Arthur puts a hand on your shoulder and smiles broadly and and then he looks back at Mord and says, we've only got one shot at this. I wanna make it
4: count. Amazing.
0: And Mord nods and turns tail and starts to walk the other way. Cain indicates for you to follow and takes a left up some stairs and into a hallway with a kind of holiday-in kind of vibe to it. And he opens a door for you and says, rest here. My staff will bring a doctor for you. Mord will come back for you tonight.
4: All right, I appreciate that. Thank you, Arthur. And he and
0: Bestoso head off, leaving you and Anne in a small sort of guest bedroom. Uh,
4: do, do I have time to write anything down? Or do I have
0: any resources? You're now going to have several hours, because... You know, that's what you requested. Right, you can right. do what you want, but first give me uh, a focus check and a minus three for the waiting.
4: Okay. Oof. Well, that is a failure by... It, it, would, it would have been a failure without the minus three. The, okay. With the minus three, that is a failure by six.
0: So uh, that's one focus check down. And you can do stuff if you want, but after, you know, an hour or so, a doctor shows up and will give you... She'll get a a role to take care of you.
4: Okay. I, I, I mean, it, I really haven't learned a whole lot. Cause like, I don't, I wouldn't go so far as to be like, do not trust Arthur. You know, like, I don't know. What I want to do is check to make sure before the doctor gets here that there aren't any other pieces of communication that I'm missing. Like any other clues on my person. I want to do like an investigative check of my person to my pockets etc well there's is there other stuff that's been written there's me?
0: nothing else in your pockets but you do find that you have tattoos all over your body
4: yeah i mean i think that like i feel i mean this is sort of a quasi meta not for our purposes but like a meta within the original text memento question like i always got the sense that like he sort of had those partially because they're tattooed it's like he was like rewiring his neurons to a point where it's like he's like okay like you know like these tattoos aren't like shocking me every single time I see them. I can tell any tattoos that are new. That's what that's what I think the movie suggests.
0: I I think in the in the in the movie he knows this is the new one because it's red because a fresh tattoo hurts. And so, do
4: I have any fresh tattoos? You have one
0: that feels. Like, it might be a little fresh, but you're so beaten up right now that the, like, sting of, like, one fresh tattoo just isn't, like, really making that much of a difference. I mean, you know the tattoos from the movie, so I I won't read them all out to you. But the things that you see on your tattoos reconfirm very uh, strongly the idea that Jimmy Grant's... Like, that's a name that matches up with your tattoos as yeah, yeah. as the person who killed your wife. So, like...
4: Absolutely. And, I mean, there's nothing on my body that suggests that, like, also that Arthur guy, he's a prick, you know? like No, I mean, history.
0: the note in your handwriting, I mean, it doesn't say outright trust him, but it says, literally, he seems like a straight shooter. It says he's going to help you find Jimmy Grant.
4: Okay, okay. And it sounds like, oh, um I would like to add to that note, if it's a durable note, after Straight Shooter. Well, uh, after Straight
0: Shooter, it says Ann Summer's Your Girlfriend you can trust her.
4: And Summer's your girlfriend you can trust her. I would like to, I would like to add, um, which I think is similar to some of the interesting notes that he does in the in the original movie. Doesn't he have one where it's kind of like she has also lost someone? Like it's like he does a little bit of psychoanalyzing for himself oh, sure. on the notes. Yeah, absolutely. So I th- I think that like I think that it's probably it would be worth reminding me that Jimmy Grant killed this guy's brother, mm. at least allegedly. That might help if I wake up again to know that this guy has like a stake in the game that is not necessarily dissimilar from mine. Okay. So so I would like to...
0: Yeah, what do you want to write?
4: Um, Yeah, I just wish there was... I wish there was room to sort of edit in <laughs> cuz I don't want to be like go back to the Arthur Kane part. I, mean, I don't want to have to be like okay, Arthur Kane, Arthur Kane and Summer, Arthur Kane. I mean, you, know? you
0: can write it, you can write it after straight shooter before the next line.
4: Okay, that's what I would like to do. If there's if there's room I'd yeah, be room. like, you know, just be like Jimmy Grant killed Arthur Kane's brother he will be motivated to see him dead. I don't know. There's I i have I have an hour to try and make this more economical. on um, a
0: role for writing. Well if I could
4: rewrite the whole note from scratch, you, you know, yeah. Just you
0: wanna, do you wanna do that? You can write the whole note from scratch and put a new one in your pocket.
4: I mean, I because i w I'm keeping all the information from the previous note, but I would basically say, you know, Arthur Kane seems like a straight shooter. Jimmy Grant killed his brother and your wife he will help you find Jimmy Grant. And then I, I don't want to lose the part about Anne Summer being my girlfriend. So I'd be like, Anne Summer is my girlfriend, or Anne Ann Summer is your girlfriend. You can trust her. Be nice to her. Okay. Uh, be kind to her. So you
0: throw out the old note and you write yourself a new note, still right. in your handwriting. Uh, when you were inspecting yourself, so you um, you notice that you you have your normal wedding band that you wear on your left hand, and you also have another gold ring that's on your right hand.
4: Um, Would it be rude to ask Anne if this has anything to do with her? (laughs) Probably.
0: Uh, uh, Up to you if you want to ask her.
4: Um, Nah, it's fine. I would like to sort of idly, as I'm sort of like looking at it because it is new take it off and see if there's any sort of inscription on it or anything, because I think that's, like, something I sort of do habitually, you know?
0: Yeah. So you take a look at the inside of it, and there are a series of straight lines in strange directions. Like, it looks like this. Uh, Oh, gee, this
4: looks like a clue for sure. Um, uh, Hold that up again. Wow. All right. So it looks almost like uh, coordinate directions, maybe. I
0: mean, they don't have any particular meaning to you. They're just... There is an inscription of on the inside of these lines.
4: Okay. You said that that note was like in my wallet, right?
0: It wasn't like tucked into your wallet, but your wallet was folded around it. Okay. When you found it in your pocket.
4: I would like to add like as a separate note so that it doesn't get confused with the, you know, Arthur and note. Check inside of gold ring on right hand question mark. Okay. I mean, that, you know, is probably going to be just like, that's just going to waste the time of any future iteration of me until it becomes useful. But then won't they be glad I did that? I mean, won't I be glad that I did that? <laughs> right? Sure. I don't know. Sure. This is such an odd, this is such a weird game. I love it. Uh, but yeah, just like as a separate note. Yeah. Um, and I want to write it like very calmly to make it, you know, and I want, I think the question mark. Like, I want to convey the fact that, like, I don't know what the significance of this is, but I don't want anybody to be like, huh, I'm at a puzzle that needs a certain input of straight lines. And then ideally they find that note and are like, oh, this is great. (laughs) Hooray. But clearly that's a best case scenario. I don't think we can be relying on that. But yeah, I add that note. Okay. Cool. Oh, also, wait a minute. Was that note damp, the previous note? Uh, it was It was
0: slightly damp, but on the outside in such a way that it seems as if it was damp from being put in your pocket. The, the, the pocket was wet, and then the note was put in.
4: How long have I been damp? Mm, I don't know about that.
0: At this point, it's like an hour later, you're getting drier and drier. You, you're not just perpetually right. damp now. That's not what's
4: happened. Okay, <laughs> okay. It <laughs> was the original title of Memento, perpetually damp. And also, uh,
0: you, you, as you notice, Anne snuggles up to you in the room, uh, as you're waiting for the doctor and you notice that her, her yellow sundress is also damp.
4: Okay. Okay. That, that that's helpful. That's good to know. I guess like, I just not want to, make, I, I didn't want to make sure that, you know, even though the writing is in my handwriting, that I wasn't coerced into writing it in some way. Sure. Although who knows, maybe I was, who knows, who knows with this world. And do you think that, do you think this guy can help me find Jimmy, Jimmy Grant? Do you think he's on the level in that way?
0: I don't like that, Arthur Kane. I wouldn't trust him if I were you, but I trust your judgment.
4: Well, that's like extremely generous of you for obvious reasons, but I guess I just need John. Yeah.
0: John Bestoso was the one who said that he could find Jimmy, and I'm pretty sure Bestoso's not lying. But I don't like this. Arthur Kane using you to rob a bank.
4: I mean, what else is he going to use you for? He just needs to get me in a room with the guy, and I'll do the rest. And you just need to be there to put me back on the straight and narrow when it's done. Okay. You just need to make sure that, you know, when it's done, it's done. I trust you to do that for me. But first, we got to get it done. And the only thing I need to do is find him. So if Arthur can help me find him, then he's the man we need right now. I know. And if he says, I got to rob a bank, then I got to rob a bank. But I don't know. Also, um, thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One thing. You have to get through this because you promised me that once we found Jimmy Grant's, you're going to help me save my sister.
4: You got it. Absolutely. You do realize you will need to tell me that like over and over again, though, right? Like that's going to be. I'll tell you as
0: many times as you need. She says and she kisses you on the cheek. I'll tell you and i'll tell you and i'll never get bored of telling you
4: there's one place you could go where would you go when all this is over and you find your sister and we deal with all my shit where would you want to go any place in this world
3: i
0: always wanted to go
4: to spain i love it i remember there was a
0: postcard from spain in my mother's room she had a boyfriend from there i i never got to meet him might have been from before i was born And I remember it being a beautiful beach and a sunset and some sort of a castle in the distance. It was gorgeous. I've always wanted
4: to go there. And as she talks about it, I sort of drift off.
0: She sees you drifting off and she starts singing you a lullaby quietly.
4: All right. So I'm going to wait until the doctor gets here at this point. But I hope Anne likes me because I like her. She seems very sweet. And I'm not... I, I don't really know... I'm in love with her, though, because really I'm in love with the memory of my wife and revenge. And that's already like two concepts in people. And I'm a very busy man. But while I while I think about all of that, um, I wait for the doctor to, uh, to see to me.
0: And uh, the doctor does. The doctor comes and takes a role and takes care. Of... Oh, the doctor nearly crit succeeds. That's very, very good for you. Yay! Um, so Thanks, Doc. You get some HP back. You're not privy Hooray. to your HP level, and also you get uh, the rest of the day's rest, which is very hey, nice. Hey, Doc,
4: you're not you're not also like a neurologist or anything, because I got some other got some other minor problems I'd like to talk to you about, <laughs> other than the gunshot thing. That's mainly a joke. Oh yeah. Thank you. No, I I have yeah. some
0: training in neurology. I went to medical. Well, school I've got I've,
4: I've got, got I've got this. I've got short-term memory loss from a traumatic experience in my past oh, where I just no. uh, I can't form I can't form new memories. Oof. Like you will leave my life and despite this great job you've done on my shoulder and some of my other aches and pains, I will never think of you again. I find this tragic, doctor. Let
0: me take a look. He, he, he okay. takes a little like one of those little like light things and looks inside your ear yeah. and then inside the other ear.
4: Hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. Is there wow. you know, any darkness, of the human spirit, in there that you could just sort of yank out? Well, you haven't Maybe been cleaning better. out your ears. There's
0: a lot of wax buildup that might be responsible. No, I mean a,
4: a, a lot of that wax is mnemonic, you know, <laughs> so I don't, so I remember that it's there. <laughs> I have to keep wax in my left ear as a reminder to clean my right ear. It's really self defeating. <laughs> um, but no, beyond that, is there anything you can do for me? Well, Doc, I'll give you my
0: card. You come into my center. We uh. We take a look at you. Maybe we fix the
4: neurology of you. Really? All right. Give me your business card. And then I write on it. um, This is for after you get the man who killed your wife and underline after.
3: Okay. (laughs)
4: I don't want to. I don't want to be distracted later by this business card, as if this is important. But I want to do some networking. This seems like this could be useful for me in the future. This guy seems great. He nearly crit succeeded, right? Yeah. He seems legit. Can I roll the uh, uh, connoisseur doctor? I don't know. You can detect lies. Like, does this guy actually seem like he's somebody who could help me? Yeah, give me a detect like, lies roll or, or know somebody who would that is a success by three
0: yeah he uh in spite of the fact that I was playing him slightly clownish he, you got the sense that he is a competent doctor I mean he did great on you he like right he he is the the kind of fixer that a person with a lot of resources and doesn't want to draw the attention of law enforcement can can pull in is who he is
4: right so he might he might know a guy who knows a guy yeah. or whatever
0: or, you know like
4: yeah I, I would like to you know I mean again I'm not I'm not committing to anything but like I just tell him it's like hey I, you know when I'm done with a few things, I might come and see you, and and maybe you can help me figure some of this stuff out. And then the only reason I would write anything on that card is to make it clear to myself later that like this guy's not a clue. Like this is just somebody to maybe help you out later. Okay. You know,
0: great. Like you when, do that
4: uh, when the mission when the mission is done. All right. Yeah. So I rest for
0: the rest of the day. And you need to take a focus check for that. Detect lies on the doctor.
4: Oh, okay. Success, by okay. a bunch, by five. So
0: you lay down and you get some rest. Uh, I'm going to rule that this is the same waiting that you already lost a focus check for, so I won't make you take another one for this doze. Gotcha, gotcha. And snuggles in on your chest, and you're not sure how much time has passed when you're jolted awake by a knocking at the door. <clears throat> uh, the big guy, Bestoso, pushes the door open and then sees the two of you canoodling and goes, oh, oh, sorry, uh, sorry, and he starts to no. back
4: out. No, no worry, man. I'm sorry, what was your name again? Uh, Bistoso? Oh, hey, you remembered. Yeah, John Bistoso. John Bistoso. You can remember it because I'm the best. (laughs) I like you, John. I like you, John. You are. Just know that it's nothing personal if I have to ask your name again in the future. You know, it's just, it's part of my condition. So I... I, Yeah, it's happened before. Anyway says we're going 30 minutes. All right, I'm sorry about that. But uh, all right, yeah, I'm ready to go. H- how am I feeling? I'm feeling better, I imagine.
0: You're feeling significantly better after the doctor's good. visit and the rest. Good, uh, good, Bestoso pulls out a big bag where he has some black clothes for you, and he sheepishly pulls out a little yellow sundress similar to the one Anne is wearing, and he says, and I saw your dress had gotten pretty dirty, so I got you this. And she squeezes and runs over to get it. Oh, John, you're the best. Is there a shower somewhere in here that I can wash off before I get into this? Oh, yeah, just down the hall. You're a saint. And she leans over to you before she goes, and she whispers,
4: he's afraid of you, you know. Bestoso, you can manipulate him if you need to. That's good to know. Thanks, Anne. And she runs off to the shower. Um, If I have a moment, uh, I would like to add yet another note to my collection of notes. I say, John, I'll be down there in a minute. Great, I'll let them know. And then I write, John Bestoso fears you, He will do what you say if you are tough. Okay. On a separate note. On a separate note. But I'm going to keep it with the others because I'm dumb, you know?
0: Okay, sure. And once you're changed and ready, unless there's anything else you want to do, you come out and Bestoso is waiting patiently at the end of the hallway to lead you down the hall and out a black door into a lavishly decorated lounge. There's two attendants cleaning up after what looks like it was a party. There's champagne, glasses about. Elias Mord is sitting on the edge of a small stage next to a grand piano. He gets up as you walk in and Bestoso hands you each an earpiece.
4: Wow, this is a high-class operation, John. Thank you. Uh, Sure, anytime. Uh, Elias, I guess you're going to be on the uh, other end of this thing, huh?
0: I'll be telling you what to do. As long as you follow my directions, it should be an easy job. If we get separated, the rendezvous point is John Wayne Airport. That's not a code. That's a real airport in Irvine. Now, if you, and you, then get, after... caught, if you get caught, you will be disavowed. Do you understand?
4: Absolutely. But I want your word that after this, we're going to get Jimmy Grant.
0: It's not my word to give, but if the boss says you're going to get Jimmy Grant's, you're going to get Jimmy Grant's.
4: All right. That's good enough for me because it has to be. And I put the earpiece in and I say, where are we going? We should do it quick before I forget what all this is about.
0: He, uh, he walks out wordlessly, and you guys walk out of the front door of what you see now is sort of a, a palatial, kind of a brownstony building in a fairly rich area.
4: Okay. Oh, uh, is there an address? Well, he's leading the way, so he's, he's, he leads you to his No, car. I mean of the brownstone. Is there a visible... Ah, you uh, you want to note
0: the address? Yeah, give me a perception roll to catch the address. Just for or an like, observation if you don't want them to notice that you're looking for it.
4: Uh I don't want them to notice that. I just like in case so give me an observation. So it's like in case it's like a note pinned to my shirt, even more so than usual, of like a hey, if like, you know, if I don't know where I'm going. Ooh, a failure by one on observation. But like, you know, it's only a failure by one. Like, is there, I mean, I guess this isn't necessarily the kind of guy who would have an obvious, like, series of numbers. Yeah,
0: you're not anymore. able to catch any numbers on the building as Mord walks quickly ahead and you have Bestoso on your side. And now you note as you look back, that Anne has come out the front door behind you and is speeding to tag along. And as you look back, you're able to see a sign that says, Society of the Sleeping Heart. Okay. Mord leads you to a nondescript gray sedan parked not far off and indicates for you to get in the passenger seat. He gets in the driver's seat.
4: Gotcha. Are Anne and John in the car as well? Just, just. So Anne makes
0: a motion to get in the back and Mord just says, you're not coming. And she's like, I I have to come. He needs me. You're not coming. If he has a memory event, he's going to be like a child. He's helpless without my voice to soothe him. I don't care. And Bestoso chimes in and says, "Uh, come on, Elias. she can come in my car. We'll be further away. She won't cause any trouble. And Mord finally relents and Anne holds her hand meaningfully for a second and then heads off with Bestoso to the other car.
4: And then so he...
0: And so now you're alone in a car with Elias Mord.
4: (laughs) I make just like the stupidest small talk. (laughs) So what kind of movies do you like? Do you like uh, karate movies? I like karate movies. He looks at you blankly and says, buckle your seatbelt. All right. Yeah, no, I like safety. I like safety. It's good. I do.
0: And he takes off. You guys get to a bank. It's like, you know, like a little first national. It doesn't look like a big... High security bank. It's actually like a small townish kind of like local bank. Right, right. He does a drive past and just kind of like gives himself a little observation roll. Oh, uh, did you give me a focus check for that observation
4: roll you took? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, good point. Uh, that is a on the uh, on the okay. button.
0: You're you're good. So he does a drive past, and then he uh, he explains, "I'll be in your ear the whole time." Right. There's an entrance on the roof that leads into the ventilation system. That will drop you off in the back of the bank. There's a security guard posted up front, but if you're quiet, you should be completely out of his sight the whole time. Now this costs Mr. Kane a lot of money, and he gives you what looks like a computer chip that's encased in hard plastic with bare silver contacts on one end. It's going to open the vault and all the security boxes inside. We want the contents of box three six six, but make it look like a robbery. Make it look amateur. Understood? Yes. Inside that vault, is vengeance.
4: Okay. Well, that sounds great. Is it? Can vengeance be carried in one's? Uh, do I need a bag?
0: No. It's. It's not. I'm just saying for you. Oh, if great. If you get that thing, you'll get revenge.
4: Oh, great. Okay. hooray. But I. But there is a. But there is a physical item. Yes. That I need to uh, retrieve. Okay. Yes. So I I guess what I'm asking here is like, do you have a duffel bag for me of some kind? He does. So I can both take that. He pulls it out of the dark back
0: seat. It's like, yes, grab whatever else, make it look like, make it look
4: convincing. Okay. Vote 366. That's the one. Okay. Check your earpiece. Check, check. Check, check. All right. Check, check loud. Check, check quiet. Ow! (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, As long as you're in my earpiece, Elias, just know that if I have one of my episodes in there... Just keep reminding me that I'm doing this to find the man who killed my wife. That's like a big deal with me, you know? I'll you know, if I do forget where I am, just keep on telling me that and I'll I'll get it done. He knows all that, right? He was in the room. Yeah, he nods. He gets yeah, it. So yeah. So I'm just telling I'm telling he's him hip. What he's sort with of it. The, you know, yeah. Yeah. That's the smash glass in case of emergency thing. It's just be like, listen to me. You have to do this right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to find the man who helped. Your, I'm going to find the man who killed your wife, you know? So yeah, I just don't want to be in a situation where it's like, I can't trust this voice in my ear.
0: Suddenly you hear Anne's voice in your ear.
4: Can you guys hear me? Can you
0: hear me? Check, check. One, two, three. Check, check. One, two, three. And Mord's like, get off the line. What are you doing?
4: I'm helping. <laughs> Hi, Anne. How are you? It's Leonard. It's your boy Hi Leonard. It's your boyfriend Leonard. How are you? How's it going in the fun car? Am I right, Elias? It worked good. <laughs> we got snacks. Oh good. We don't have snacks here. We just have this devil bag and vengeance in a vault, apparently. Oh try not crunch into the mic. But yeah, I think that uh- Elias Moore just like holds his head, just sighs. <laughs> hey man, you know, I used to be in insurance and that was also a dumb career that I hated a lot of the time. I mean, Elias. I think I should probably like. Should I get going because I feel like that the sooner we do this, the more likely we are to not fuck it yeah, up. Yeah,
0: go, Anne. Get off the line.
4: All right, I go. I love you, Anne. I mean, or I don't know if we say that to each other. Oh my I god, like you, I man. love you. I, I whatever. Oh my god, I love you too. I love All you. All right, okay. D- don't worry about it. I. It's not a thing. I just thought maybe we said that before. This is certainly not the time to get Anne, into get it. Get off the line. I will talk to you later. Stop. Anne, get off the line. Put John on just real quick. Hey, hey, how's it going, man? Hey, John, how are you? John,
0: turn that calm off. The more comms we have, the more possibility of being discovered. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah,
4: Sorry, boss. Sorry. Yeah, Elias is right, John. All right. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to this bank now. You hear, I love you. I love you. Yeah, I love love all you guys. Okay, off I go. (laughs) All right. And you walk across the street calmly,
0: and you hear Elias in your ear. Walk into the alleyway next to the bank. Okay walk all the way behind the bank and there's a dumpster there okay. that you should be able to reach a fire escape ladder
4: from climb up there i do is there a climbing roll i need to make or anything like that
0: yeah i'll let you do it in a couple ways i will let you do it as a straight climbing a kind of rock climbing situation where you're going to use the wall for leverage and, and do a little what do they call it when they when they let go of the wall and grab another thing there's a term for it in rock climbing I can't it. i'm not a rock.
4: Uh, climber. sidekick uh, i don't know i'm not yeah either. it's I'm definitely a sidekick like, yeah Sidekick, sidekick. Yeah, that's where the term comes from. Uh, Is that a reasonable way to attack it? Because I'll just do that. That's the most obvious way.
0: You're at a minus three for climbing because of your hand injury. So if you wanted to get creative, you have options. But you're a good climber. So minus three is doable. for Uh,
4: you. Yeah, I'm just going to do a straight climbing roll. Uh, I kind of want to get this over with. And I succeed. Okay. Focus check. Oh, shit. I thought it was just for mental stuff. That is a success by one right. on the will roll focus check.
0: And you do the, you you kind of grip, there's a brick wall back there, you grip it, you push off the dumpster, you steady yourself and you do a little jump and you grab one hand of the ladder and you pull yourself up and you climb up to the roof of the bank. Now I'm gonna make you actually roll, you don't have to take separate focus checks, but for all of these physical maneuvers, let's have a, you roll stealth as well. Okay, You don't have to do great, it's like a stealth plus four. Okay,
4: just don't like crit fail. Because
0: there's no one around right now, but like if you do something really loud, then you could get in trouble.
4: Okay, so this is the stealth for the climbing. Yeah. And that is a success by five.
0: You manage to do that fairly quietly. You climb up onto the roof and you see it's just a flat white roof with like a little like chimney stack situation. He says, there should be a vent at the center of the roof, and, and you find it. Indeed, there is. Okay. He says, uh, pull that thing off. Okay. Give me a strength check to get it off.
4: Okay. Can I do a forced entry instead, or is that stupid? Oh, yeah. Because my forced entry is better than straight yeah, strength. Yeah, absolutely. Forced okay. entry. That's what it's there for. All right. Oh, man. I succeed by nine. It's Woo-hoo. almost a crit success. Woo-hoo.
0: I'm glad it's not a crit success because I don't know what I would give you for a crit success. <laughs> the
4: vent just goes flying off and <laughs> kills Jimmy Grant somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> just decapitates him from three blocks away. Um, all right, so uh, so do I need to roll focus check and stealth on that roll? Yeah. yeah, both of those. Okay, so this is my stealth roll. I'll just do that first. Sure. That is a success by a one. Okay, that was a closer one. So there's a little bit of a...
0: yeah, it's know, loud, like but there's thing. no one around. You're fine.
4: And then for my focus check, I'm still good. Okay,
0: great. And you are able to uh, climb in, and it drops you down into a vent. Uh, You're crawling around a a darkened vent. There's slivers of light that kind of shine through from the bottom, so you're able to see a little bit. Mord guides you through a couple forks in the road. Yeah. The vents continue around a corner, and then there's an opening. And he says, where there's an opening... Take a look down, make sure that there's no one down there, and, and drop down.
4: Okay, I'm going to do a uh, perception check, I guess, or observation, or or can I just do that for free, that there's nobody down there?
0: I will say you can get it for free to just give a quick glance. If you want to be more careful, take a perception
4: check. I'm sort of just going to do a quick look to make sure nobody's around, and then drop. All right.
0: You kind of poke your head out and look down, and it doesn't look like you see down there. There's kind of a one of those white kind of antiseptic bank hallways yeah. that you're dropping yeah. into.
4: As long as it doesn't seem like there's anybody in that immediate hallway,
0: you don't see anyone.
4: Yeah, I'm not gonna like wait around as if I'm playing like Metal Gear Solid Five or something for like figure out the guards' patterns. Like I'm gonna assume that that was sort of figured out by other people and just drop. You know? Okay.
0: I don't think you have it, so I won't give you an acro. Well, you could take an acrobatics roll at default if you want to 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 land softly. Otherwise, just give me a stealth. Another stealth.
4: Okay. I got some bad news. It's a failure by uh, oh.
0: two. Okay, so you uh, drop down and it's a bit high. You're dropping like a full story. It's like the ceiling to the floor. I got to avenge my wife. And you're I trying didn't want
4: you're, to do this. All right.
0: You're trying to land yeah. softly, but it's not really soft at all. You're just kind of like f- boom onto the ground. Okay. And you look around and you're in a little hallway lined with the offices of the bank managers on one side, and the other side has a single door which leads into the customer reception counter like where the tellers are. Uh, In one direction the hallway opens to an area with desks and beyond it the main lobby and the front entrance in the other direction the hallway turns sharply and mysteriously to the
4: left I would like to very quickly uh, find a place to like just like hide so that anybody who's like what was that noise doesn't see me immediately like I feel like it's important for me to like scramble somewhere out of sight.
0: Yeah give me a perception roll to try and find a good hiding spot.
4: Okay that is a success by four.
0: Yeah, so you you scan the room. Offices and customer counter doors are probably locked. It's after hours. If you want to duck right. around the corner going deeper into the bank, it's about 20 paces ahead of you, but you have no idea what's around that corner. Uh, the nearest desk mm-hmm. is closer, about five to 10 paces, and it's just at the spot where the hallway opens out. So if you scurry low, you won't be in view of the front and there's okay. space to hide in the
4: chair chair well i think that that's that a word yeah the they, chair uh, space they, under the there's desk there's a name for it I think under it the says. desk yeah it's a sidekick um it's a sidekick yeah yeah you yeah. hide in the sidekick yeah i'm gonna hide in the sidekick uh yeah so I, i'll go ahead and um uh <laughs> it's the knave i don't know uh i'm gonna go ahead and um <laughs> slip into that i just i i know that there's like only one guard and like i don't want to hurt this guy unless i have to Uh, so like, you know, hopefully I can just get behind that desk and he'll be like, I heard a crash and like, take a look and be like, I don't know what the hell that was, but like, I'm not going to investigate. So, so the desk sounds like the best option right now. And, uh, if I have to beat up this guard, I will.
0: And indeed it is a good call that you dove dove for cover as you hear lazy steps meandering around the, uh, open floor space and kind of giving a glance down the hallway and we'll see how, uh, how dedicated this guard is. Let the dice decide. Okay. And you hear the, the footsteps approaching and, and they move slowly. And then you see the gray pleated pant bottoms of a low rent bank security guard step just three feet in front of the desk where you're hiding, stopping there from, from both your vantage points. You can now see the entirety of the hallway. Right, right. And you feel him next to you kind of deciding whether to go take a look around the bend. He did decent at his job performance, so he slowly and lazily goes to walk down. Now, you, at this point, start to realize that as he walks to the end of the hallway, looks down and confirms that there's no one in that, whatever's around that bend, when he turns around, you may be within his view. You're not clear the lighting situation, the angle of his walk, how good his vision is you're not clear if he's going to be able to see you but he might and whereas right now as he's walking forward you can get to him quickly and surprise him if he's walking towards you you will not have that advantage so up to you if you want to try and engage now or just trust that he won't see you hidden behind a chair in this little desk nave when he's walking back the other way
4: Can I very quietly explain the situation to Elias as he's walking away?
0: Uh, I will definitely make you take a stealth to try and communicate to Elias without being heard.
4: Well, in that case, I think that I'm going to... um, Oh man, if I was any other character, I would take off my shoes... But I know I'm just going to forget where my shoes are. And the next version of me, you're just going to be like, and you're not wearing shoes. And they're going to think it's a whole big deal. And really, it's just because I wanted to be stealthy. So let me think about this for a second. Right. Here's the other question. If I were to go the hiding way, and as his back is turned, because I'm wearing all black, just creep sort of to another hiding place so that when he comes back from the vault... I can just go back down the vault hallway. Like, how reasonable is that? Well, it really depends on
0: how. Like, if he goes around the corner and looks more, then you'll definitely have enough time to scurry around out of this desk and into another spot. Oh, but you
4: don't know. We don't know if he will even necessarily go down that hallway.
0: Yeah, you don't know. He may glance down the hallway and then turn back around. He may turn. How big
4: is this card? You, uh, at this point... In in standard guy pierces, how large is this guard?
0: This has all been happening in 0.8 seconds as he is standing and starting to walk forward. So you don't have a good sense. All you've seen are his pant legs. All
4: right. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, yeah, I'm just going to sort of, like, rise up from the desk and uh, just surprise him by kind of, like, just standing up behind him. I just sort of want to choke hold him from behind. Okay. And, uh... Knock him unconscious, uh, so, you know, by by basically choking him out. Okay, so. And then I have a great spot for him when he's unconscious called under this very desk.
0: You've tested that it's safe for human habitation. Yeah, so. the,
4: the, the air is breathable, you know. Whoever works here, you know, like they keep their workplace nice and tidy. Um, okay. Yeah, So you okay. slip out of your shoes. Uh, I mean, like how many steps do I need to take to get to him is my question.
0: Uh, by the time you've shifted this chair aside and come out, plus the you know extended moment you took to decide, sure. I would say that he is about six paces of uh, in front
4: of me. Uh, then I'll take off my shoes. That's a fun thing to do. I'll take off my shoes. Yeah. Okay,
0: so with the extra taking off shoes, he's like eight sure, paces. Sure. He's moving sure. quite.
4: I want to ensure. I want to ensure that I get behind him as stealthily as possible, so that I can like really just like line up my shot.
0: All right, give me a stealth roll. If you succeed, he will not even get an IQ to avoid surprise.
4: Okay. Are you kidding me? I fail. Okay. By two.
0: So that just means he gets an IQ roll to avoid surprise. He's dumb. He does well. Shit. And he hears you coming and he starts to turn. Okay. So you're no longer getting the chokehold from behind because by the time you get to him, he is fully facing you. All
4: right. I'm just going to brawl him. Now I you get
0: a, a quick glance at him. And he's an, it's an older gentleman. But he is uh, he is armed.
4: I'm less concerned about that. I, uh, Although I would like to be armed. I uh, I think I'm just going to do a straight up brawling and rely on kind of the logic of most movies to do, a, you know, more of a cinematic knockout on this guy. Like, I've been sort of treating him with kid gloves because, like, he's an innocent victim. But, like, by movie logic, I think it's not crazy for me to be like, I'm going to go and try and knock this guy out. And I'm not worried about any kind of, like, long term brain damage by movie type punches.
0: You're just going to f- yeah. punch him in the face. I'm going to keep he's on gonna punching gonna him in punch the him. face
4: until he's unconscious.
0: Okay. So uh, give right. me a brawling
4: roll. Okay. Uh, success by one. Okay,
0: he uh, succeeded his IQ, so he gets a dodge. Uh, however, he does not dodge, and he uh, becomes punched in the face. Uh, I will roll damages for you. Ooh, nice. Oh yeah, you get a square hit. Nice. You you hear that pop of, and his head snaps back. Oh, I'm sorry. Back, man. I'm, sorry. And I'm so he, sorry. Um, And he uh, he loses his feet and he falls backwards onto the the evenly buffed white floor and uh, the gun uh, that was he was just reaching for it and it slips out of his grasp and it flies backwards and he uh, is shocked and he immediately starts trying to scramble for
4: the gun. I'm going to get on top of him and knock, uh, uh, you know, whatever. I'm just going to smash his head into the uh, into the. No, it's so mean. And that's so similar to what happened to me during the horrible time of my life. What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to just intimidate this guy and be like, no, I can't. I, I got to do this. I got to avenge my wife. So I'm going to go back onto plan A and jump on his back and try and choke hold him from behind. Okay. I don't want to do any more damage to his skull if I don't have to. Give me a... Oh, uh, focus roll. Yeah. Give me a focus check on that last turn of combat. Oh, yeah. Success. Cool. Fine. Yeah, that success by six. He
0: is scrambling backwards. Just took his turn kind of like going from his back to crawling forward so as to get out of your reach. Uh,
4: Success on my brawling by two. Okay,
0: you've got him chokeholded and uh, you're just gonna try and uh, uh, choke him out. Yeah, I mean, I I guess, guess, again, this
4: is kind of like a weird meta question, but like if this guy was just a normal like bad guy that I would feel less bad about knocking out, I would just like fight him, but like, I just, you know, is there, what kind of training do I need or what kind of skills do I need to, like, put this guy into night-night zone without worrying about, like, what his family's going to think about me and possibly seek vengeance of their own, you, you know? You, like, can,
0: you can choke him out. Like, you don't need special training to choke a guy out. You do not have special training to, like, do it gently. You're not sure that you won't right. cause permanent harm. It's all kind of happening permanent very fast. Damage.
4: Okay, I'm just gonna do it. I'll I'll, I'll roll the dice okay. on that.
0: So you're choking him. Yeah. He's gonna attempt to at escape. That. He fails his strength roll and you're still choking him and, uh, oh, that's actually a good su- he succeeds his strength. Give me a strength roll and succeed by at least one or he will break free.
4: Uh, does it need to be strength or can it be brawling?
0: Uh, you, yeah, you can roll brawling.
4: Oh, yeah. I succeed by uh, well, actually, not quite. No, yeah, I'm glad I rolled rolling and not strength. But yeah, I succeed by one. Okay, I succeed by one.
0: So, uh, so that's yeah, that's pretty so good tie- too. I
4: mean, like that's 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 fun too because it's like it's like it. There does need to be at least a little bit of technique. Like if it's like, oh, if I would have rolled against strength, I would have like. Lost it, but instead it's like I'm trying to avoid, I'm trying to be as gentle as possible. But like, as he shows like surprising spryness, I have to like actually like tighten on his windpipe. Yeah, he, you know, he, like. I
0: mean, he's been trained for security. He gets his hands between his neck and yours and he pushes out real hard. And you hear gasp as he is able to get a little bit of air, but you f- readjust and boom, tighten right around his neck. And you hear, yeah, <laughs> again. And oh, oh, yeah, he takes some more damage. And he continues trying to roll strength to, and uh, he, uh, uh, you feel him slip out of consciousness underneath you. He goes limp. All right, here is the give series. me a focus check for that last turn of combat. That is a failure. All right, you are now down to your last focus check. Okay,
4: especially because of that. Here are the things that I would like to do. I don't have to roll them down. I don't have to write them down, but I want to get as much of this done without like having to roll anything as possible. I would like to go and uh, get my shoes.
0: You get them, yeah.
4: I would like to get a sense of when I hid behind the desk, are there any cameras that weren't supposed to see me that now see me? I feel like I didn't move too far, and also Elias hasn't said anything.
0: Well, so uh, y- it happened very quickly. Okay. But yeah, uh, you did hear, while you were choking the guy out, you did hear at a certain point Elias say, hey, Shelby? Okay.
4: Shelby, check in. Elias, I had to, I had to choke out the guard. Mission's still a go. Not ideal, but, but at least you dealt with it. All right, proceed around the corner. Proceeding. And I get my shoes back on, and I want to go and get the guard's gun. Yeah, you see it lying flatly. I want to pick up the guard's gun, and then I want to go to the vault. So my shoes, I have the gun. I'm not going to bother to write anything down. I'm assuming that if the guard went down in the hallway, like relatively near to where I dropped, I'm not going to worry too much about any kind of like live monitors of the camera's Like, I still feel like I'm kind of in stealth world, you know? I'm not necessarily compromised yet other than by the guard.
0: Yeah. Uh, So at this point, Mord pops back on the line and says, all right, you're going to go around that corner, but don't walk down the hall yet. Okay. And as you pop around the corner, you see another white hall with a giant, you know, circular vault door at the end of it. Mord says, there's a camera halfway down that hall. And indeed, you see a camera on the ceiling, and it's facing the vault. So it's looking at the vault. You can try and take it out, or just make it face a wall. But there is the risk that someone's watching downtown. Not that we're not already in a hurry, but they might send someone. The other option is to turn it off from the security center that should be somewhere in this bank. But you'll probably have to break into that.
4: Yeah, and we just want to be quick, I think, you know? Um, Sure, so you can go and walk
0: up to the camera. It's facing away from the, the direction you're coming from. So you can... Take a look at it see if you can figure out what to do with you it.
4: You know, I have a I have electronics operation surveillance.
0: This would be Can a I just like good time to use? Can it? I just
4: do a, yeah, like a roll with that like with a bonus cuz it's not like I'm doing or not a bonus necessarily, but like just to make sure I do this like as well as possible. I'd rather roll against like my knowledge of what this machinery is like to like make sure I really fucking nail it.
0: Yeah, give know? me a uh I forgot that you had that skill. Just give me at a plus 3.
4: Okay. Uh, that is, wow, geez, that's a, um, success on the button, because I rolled two sixes and a two. (laughs) All right. So, wow, close. Yeah, so you... (laughs) It shocks me a little bit as I do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so you were hoping to be able to turn it off from here without having to find the security center with your, you know, knowledge of security equipment. But for success on the button, you are able to put it into a reset cycle, which will take five to 10 minutes to get back online. But at least that'll give you some time. You might need to reset it again. Do
4: I need to do a focus check?
0: Yeah. Give me a focus check. I succeed. Okay. You're good. The vault for how modern and post-suburban this whole bank operation has been like how just normal this bank has felt. The vault has a comforting weight to it. It's it sort of feels like maybe the movies did have something to them, because it's just a big heavy metal door with a big circle, a big wheel on it. Uh, but then you notice that there's like an electronics panel next to it, and you're like, ah, it's not just right, like right. a, it's not just like an old timey like combination. Like, what's the bank's number? Like twelve eighty two? Like no, there's right. there's high tech security to In it. In
4: some ways, this is a metaphor for my own troubled mind. Do not ask me to elaborate, I think, to myself. And then I go, and I put the card that Elias gave me into the slot, unless he tells me not to. Should I tell him? I tell him about the camera, and I'm like, should I open the vault? Yes, buddy? proceed to open the vault. No. All right, done. Or, er, well, we'll see. Yeah. So I put the card in.
0: You, you put in the card, and you take a step back. There should be a blinking green light. Wait for it to turn red. And you wait for a second, and it does. Confirmed. The vault has been hacked. You should be able to turn the wheel and open it. Okay. And uh, that happens. And now give me a strength roll to just pull open. Normally, there's electronics and hydraulics that pull the thing open. But with those disabled, you're going to just have to yank it with your, with your arm. You look like a strong guy, right? Yanking. Got it. Yes.
4: I guess this is less forced entry because it's really more just like...
0: Yeah. This, I, I won't let you take forced entry. Forced entry would is, be yeah, breaking down fair. the door.
4: No, that's fair. I'm not gonna litigate that. All right, strength. That's a success. Okay. Go, Team Robbers. That's a success by three. Guy
0: Pierce <clears throat> thanks his agent for telling him to work out for this movie. And memento
4: mori. We're like memento more reps. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs>
0: and like, he pulls as hard as he can. You just like brace yourself and pull this damn thing open, and it steadily creaks open. And you see a sliver of light slip out from the inside. Uh, give me a focus check.
4: As as I'm sure you were hoping, that is a failure by one on the 10 <laughs> focus check. So uh, when, I, when I come to, I'll have a lot of explaining to do. And uh, the next player will have a lot of fun, I'm sure. <laughs> You're in a bank vault. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not even going to tell you. Maybe you won't notice it. <laughs> I'm not going to bother I got it. I have a. I have a. I have a thought about a really good note that I should have written, but it's too late now. Um, that was fun. That yeah. was great. Did, are you satisfied awesome. with how things are proceeding? I'm always satisfied. Or, ha- or have or have proceeded. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they. I. am satisfied about how they will proceed as well.
4: Good. Good. Good.
0: It's uh, no. It's. It's that was a lot of fun. You threw an interesting wrench in there that that I don't even think you realized was throwing a, a wrench into something. I won't tell you what it was.
4: Well, I'm curious to hear it, and 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 you should make a note to yourself to tell me about that later, in case it ends up not being a wrench and we forget about it. Yeah. I'm
0: well, I'm sure once once you know? it's out and everyone's heard it, well, everyone I'm sure will have the wrench tons will be fairly obvious. Questions. It probably okay. won't be obvious because it's just not. Um,
4: I just it's so interesting to have such a little sliver of perspective in terms of what the hell's going on. Like I'm even more intrigued than I was before play. You know, like it's just sort of like. This is the kind of thing that's like, it's going to be difficult for me to wait in good conscience and be like, "Ah," I'll just feel so tempted to like talk to people about their experiences, but I know it'll be a richer uh, experience to just wait for the finished product. So it's very exciting. All right. Thank you so much
0: for playing, Andy. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This was great. I'm very happy with how this turned out. And uh,
4: we uh, will go on to the next player. All right. Godspeed, whoever.
0: That's it for us tonight. Jaws is jawsvam on Instagram and the real jawsvam on Twitter. Luisa is LilWisa on Instagram and luisa nina 89 on Twitter. Andy is rerollandy on Twitter and I am Kidos on Twitter. The show is filmreroll on Twitter and filmreroll on Patreon and thank you so much to everyone who supports the show on Patreon. You are the reason this show can exist. To email us, we're at filmreroll at gmail.com. We'll try and get mailbags going soon, but these Memento episodes are so long and we also were never all together making them, so no mailbags at the moment. Uh, There are Film Reroll fan forums on Reddit, on Tumblr, Discord, Facebook, TV Tropes, and probably other places too that we don't even know about. Thank you to all the listeners out there and thank you for telling each other about us. We'll be back soon with more Memento.